3: and fifty dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. Twenty-one plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C. Go for beers.
5: Friday Eve—that's what we call it here on Sports Stake. Welcome in, everybody. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis—the gang is all here. We are hanging out with you on this Thursday. Uh, Barrett saying his prayers.
6: Lord, please help me get through this show, Derek. Just it, like
7: yesterday. See,
6: I know. I'm praying. For, I'm praying that I get through this show without saying anything to, to offend you, Derek. I was. Somebody's
5: mic is on fire. I don't even mean hot. It is like oven mitts, mean? has Matt's suit on fire. I don't think That's really? Derek. I think is it's Derek. It? Oh,
7: yeah. oh, 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 hold up. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. My bad. My God. See, I'm just trying. I'm just trying. I, I was test, just praying. Test, you. One, two. See, that, look. See, you yep. see? Well, you're just trying to what, Barrett?
6: I just prayed that I don't say anything to offend you. That's all. That's all I was praying for. I mean, all I right. can't pray for that.
7: Yeah, no, you can, but you know, when you start praying, the hair on the back of my neck starts bristling. So, I mean, but uh, I just want to say, I'm being nice. See, I'm that's, being what, nice and that's what
6: I, Chris, did you see that? I was praying. No, I was don't praying. give me, don't play
7: this. Because let me tell our chat room what you two do to me, okay? Both of you. <laughs> so, ever since the beginning of the new year, I tried a, a new approach, and I would try to end the meetings at 11 a.m. with a positive spin. Hey, love you guys. Happy to be with you guys. Oh, Mr. Brooks gets to a point before I can even finish my statement. He clicks off. He don't want to hear it. And Rob Ellis is like this. Yeah, okay, uh, we'll talk to you new. And, and it's like heartfelt from the left side that pumps blood. And basically all you guys have done is thrown it back in my face. So what? that's why I said at the end of February, you know, uh, what is this? M. D, down me, and gun. You know, that's new. Yeah, anyway, I got to move on from that. So, so yo, know, y'all want to make it sound like me? That's fine, cause I love being the, I love being Darth Vader. I have no problem with that. Bro, I was you're not gonna get off with this innocent approach. You know what? You like the Black Eddie Haskell from Leaving <laughs> the Beaver. That's what you are. That's I, just, exactly I was who you are.
6: I was trying I was I was praying so I don't and 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 um, I was doing exactly what. And what are you doing? You're, you're 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 yelling at me and everything else.
7: I'm not yelling. I'm making a statement, Mr. Brooks. <laughs> I was not yelling. Yeah, this is the world's smallest violin right here bear okay everybody uh, chris
5: you are correct it's gone yeah. way off the rails uh the first segment is 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 out of control <laughs> again okay as usual.
7: Right. i'm Bear. i'm sorry i didn't mean to offend you uh you know i didn't mean if i made you uncomfortable Uh-oh. uh you see 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 that's Which exactly is, what, he <laughs> what, that's what he does What? he He did that on purpose Rob.
5: that was an abrupt uh goodbye i don't know that's strange <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can figure that out, man. Uh, we'll get Barrett back up here. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I feel I feel better already. Let's see yeah. that? Oh, All that. I think he was praying to get to to, to lose uh, internet, and he got and he got his prayers work. Now, was that real uh, or was that a joke? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's
6: just like an I'm sorry. This like an instant reaction. I'm
5: sorry. he I just gave Tone a heart <laughs> attack. Nice job. Nice job. I He's hope right, it was a, worth Take, taking up, years but, uh, off of his young life
7: i he did that because it just confirmed what I was saying. See, see what I mean? I mean it's,
6: it's like an instant react. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to do it. My fault. Yes, I, you did.
7: Yes, as soon you as it, did. As
6: soon you as he starts <laughs> doing that, it, I don't know. My thing just clicks. It. I, it's my oh fault. My, my fault. So,
7: so you're trying to say I just I shouldn't just even try? Is that what <laughs> no, you're no, saying? I'm
6: not. I, it, it, what, it wasn't. It was, it, it was an involuntary response. That's what it was.
7: Oh, really? Yeah. You mean the same way you always do at 11 a.m.? I'm
6: just saying it. I I, I don't know why it it, it does that. Every time you go into that field, you know what I'm saying?
5: Oh, my goodness. Can we start with this? Uh, Can we start with what a clown Juju Smith-Schuster is? Can we in there? No, seriously. You know, I get what sort of this day and age is with social media and TikTok, and and, and I sort of understand what it is to an extent. So you, so you take that with a grain of salt and you kind of know what you're dealing with, but what it's created is just hordes of keyboard gangsters. Yep. Yeah, and, yep. And, and Absolutely. what this guy is. And I actually thought, you know what? Good for him. He was having a nice career in Pittsburgh, had respect for him coming out of USC and, you know, had built himself a nice career from the second he got to the chiefs. Till this very moment, he is an absolute, you know, clown shoes, big red nose, big, big red wig buffoon. He really is. And if you haven't seen so, he he now put out this long, elaborate. I honest to God, guys, I couldn't get to the end of it. It was it it made Uh, on top of everything else. It was just dumb. And he was trying to take shots again. At Bradbury and just keep it going and all this other stuff. Bradbury, like, AJ Hurts. AJ Hertz, hurts, Excuse me. He, he had name tags on, like, and it, it it didn't even hit the mark. Like, it's one thing to do that if you're gonna if you're gonna just continue to crap on people, like, dude. By the way, you won. I, like, it, can you enjoy the win more than you can enjoy just dumping on people? That yes. says a lot about a person. Yes. By the way,
7: yes, it tells you a yes. lot. I'm talking because about beyond sports. Do you, right? D- does he not know how close? he was to not being with Kansas City. He It was by a stroke of luckies with Kansas City. He could have ended up in Carolina out of yeah. desperation anywhere. Yeah. So he got lucky, and he ended up with the right team that went on to win the Super Bowl. And I understand you having your moment of fun um, uh, right after the game. But why are you still antagonizing these people three weeks after the fact? It's not. weird. And, and again, the other part to me is like, if you're gonna to go to this,
5: these elaborate steps, this almost production, if you will, make sure it hits the market, it's funny or it's biting or it's right. something. It was just dumb. What it, is what is what does Beijing China have to do? Yeah, why it? is China included? I, I if you get a chance I, to check it out, check it out. I'm not trying to drive any kind of like business his way, but just check it out if you get a chance. Where is it's it on this, TikTok? Yeah, it, it's it's all over social media, but it's so dumb. It, honest to God, it's not even like I'd give him points if it was creative, it was stupid. Oh, and I hope Davis rips his
6: lungs off for saying something about his mama. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, right, he drags know. Jordan
5: Davis, Jalen Hurts, Bradbury, AJ. Yep. Who did I miss? Some And by the way, don't at some level, isn't Andy Reid like, dude, what are
7: you doing here, man? Right, right, right. And isn't right, he on is a, a one control year deal? Of him now. Yeah, like he's a free agent now.
5: Bye bye, Kansas City. That's what he's yeah. doing to himself.
7: Yeah. You know, I was I was just looking at his stats. I mean, the dude had a decent year. You know, well, considering yeah, the offense, study, he yeah. had 978 catches, 933, <clears throat> 12, 12, point, uh, 12 yards per catch, but only three tests. Somebody put out this morning, he has more TikTok videos, nine than he did TD catches three.
5: <laughs> yeah. and and I, I don't understand that. but Here's you know, he, the other part, you know, and and this is also kind of what goes along with the way things are now. And I'm not trying, I'm not a violent guy, I don't invoke violence, I don't do any of that kind of stuff. But, like, unless it's
7: directed towards me,
5: no, unless it's towards Gunner. But if you keep yapping the, the way that y- you know this guy yaps, like, eventually, when you're seen, you, you see this person face to face, it's going to be on back in the day. I don't know how it is now, oh, yeah. but like. Is AJ Brown really the dude you want to be tormenting? And and I know I know it's more directed at at, at Bradbury et cetera, but AJ Brown sort of caught the brunt of it now. Like if I if it's AJ Brown and Juju Smith Schuster walking into a room, I'm taking AJ Brown all day long.
7: Yeah, did you see the tweet so, AJ put out there about the Yeah,
5: you see the G. response. Uh, Rob, you didn't see the response. Didn't you? No, I didn't. Yeah, tell so, me. You guys tell J. J. me what response. Well, give me give me all of it here. Give me all of it. Oh, uh, give me all the smoke. Yes,
6: yeah, it's, it's definitely smoke. Hold on a second. Let me see. Oh my goodness! Where did I put it? Where did I put it? Because I looked at, I'm like, yo. Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth, i beat be I I I would I would I would I would be trying to go see him. This this is
5: yeah, like I I would not. You keep this up with AJ Brown, there might be a visit.
7: Right, right. You know, I gotta honestly. put my hands on you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me ask you right here. You are gonna go? You, you not you? But I'm saying you would go after somebody over a TikTok video. Yes. Why? Because on the internet, is real. What? You didn't even believe that when you said it. Seriously? No, but here's what AJ wrote. You really need to find somebody else to play with.
6: Don't let that ring get you beat the up.
8: Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm in all
6: that. He
5: says, I'm with all that dumb. I'm not going to speak on this no more. (laughs) Yeah, like in other words, one more of these, and and we're going to be figuring something out here, I think. Yeah, he said, uh. He said, uh yeah, yeah. Did
7: you see Micah Parsons tweet? Yeah. But it's about to go down.
6: Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Look, I don't play them kids game. If you want to see me, I'm with it. You better go to Cabo, enjoy that ring, and stop effing with me. Leave me off your TikTok. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's just it's just a weird thing, man. Like I and I get like like Shizo thinks it's great. Like this is the mentality now. Rather than just celebrating your win with your guys, you got to dump on people. It's a strange, strange thing to me. Like, like yeah, he could talk all he wants, and, and there's tone, also a and, price that you pay for doing all that yapping. At some and,
7: point. And, and tone says AJ boxes during the off season.
5: <laughs> I, I'll, all I need to do is look at AJ Brown and know I'm probably not gonna gonna poke that tiger. No, okay? I'm, just, I'm no. just gonna say this,
6: bro. I'm, I'm not. I'm not with that talking stuff. You know, what I'm saying like I'm. I'm. I'm not one that I talk a good game. I can barely talk as it is. Let alone, let let alone, let alone <laughs> that you keep bringing my name, my my hard-earned name, dragging it through the mud. I ain't with that talking stuff, bro. I'm okay. I'm, I'm I'm not yeah. about that life, but I've indulged that life before. Weird. You know, I'm, I'm. Don't make me angry. Yeah. I feel you. You, won't like you me. wouldn't like me
5: when I'm angry. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know, man. I've, like, anyway. I've
7: evolved into a very peace-loving man.
5: It's just a weird, it's just weird to, me. to. That, That's all. It's a strange thing that he not only did he, you know, he does the initial, you know, Valentine's Day thing, and but then he doubles down with this. And again, it was dumb. It's stupid. It's yeah. not even good guess, or funny or clever. Nope.
7: And I, I guess this producer he worked with is known for putting out like creative stuff, but this was not, this is yeah. not <laughs> creative, you know. Who? Look, Darvin Mack. This is uh, AJ Brown as a new cocaine
6: bear. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, all right, you know, so- if, if
7: if 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 he was going to jaw jack with, let's say, Bradbury, Slay, CJ Gardner Johnson, I get it. But why do you bring right. AJ Brown into this? Jordan Davis, you didn't see the, You didn't see them on the field. Why are you Why are you jaw with them? That's and weird. Jalen Hurts. Why are you going after them? You oh. didn't even you didn't go up against them, uh, okay? Uh-huh. You had a great third quarter. You had a great third quarter, no question about that. Yeah. Okay, you helped them win the ring. All right, go right off into the sunset and enjoy the moment, man. Yeah. See, that's what I hate about social media, man. That's why I stay away from as much you. as I, I can. Uh, uh, well, media. so that, that's that's
5: one, and we don't talk, and rightfully so, we don't talk a lot of flyers on the show, and, and here's why.
7: And rightfully so. <laughs> they, <laughs> that no, ain't I right. Mean, it. It. That's wrong.
5: They are wholly irrelevant. <laughs> they have, they have, they have, they have just driven themselves into the ground. However, if anybody saw what happened last night, where Rangers fans, uh, they were playing the Rangers last night, they end up losing right. in overtime to them. They led two-one and they they lost. And they've lost four in a row and uh, eight of nine. Whatever. They 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 suck. And we thought they were going to suck and they sucked. But. um Rangers fans basically took the building over last night. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you guys, when I was growing up as a kid, and th- this was—I'm w- really a little too young to remember when they won it in '74 and '75. Okay, it was a little bit before my time, but they were good. They were—they g- get to the finals a lot. Mm-hmm. They were tough. They were scrappy. They had the most hardcore of fan bases that you could possibly have. Like they would—they would sell that place out every stinking night the fans did and they would they'd fight you if you talk bad against the Flyers okay their fans even those people who were as loyal as they got have had enough of this and they're they're not going anymore and you had a building last night where the Rangers fans took over in South Philadelphia which is an utter disgrace but it's not a disgrace to the fans it's not a disgrace to the city it's a disgrace to that organization who mm-hmm. has done a horrific job this should have been a destruction, tear it down to the studs, rebuild. Instead, they've done this half-assed thing where they're sort of trying to win. They're not really trying to win. They can't sign Johnny Gaudreau. They can't do this. They can't do that. This is the result of it. It's it's the worst thing you can be. You're not awful enough to get the first overall pick, which is the Bedard kid, who's like a game changer. But you're nowhere near a playoff team. You're no. in that in no. no man's land. And And again, I know nobody even cares at this point, so I'm not going to waste a lot of breath on it. But what they have done to that franchise, the ownership is a disgrace.
7: Disgrace. I would I would also add that in the time that I have been in this region, you know, over two and a half decades, um, we've seen some lean times with the Flyers. But the fans, does black and orange jersey still pack at Wells Fargo Center? This is the lowest of lows. I never thought I would see anything like this where any Philadelphia team would allow the opposition to come in and take over a stadium in Bro. any sport, even when we had lean years with the Phillies. Mm-hmm. never. And, and people, remember how, Rob uh, during a stretch, people were just disgusted with the Phillies yep. because of the inferior product they were putting on the field. Yep. They would never let an opponent take over mm-hmm. a stadium like that.
5: Yep.
7: right. that's but where we this? are. That's oh, where
6: we are, man. The, the old man right now. How, a spinning. over in his grave,
5: Barrett. He's doing gymnastic moves that we've never seen, <laughs> right? Like grade. he might come back, yeah, yeah, he and, might. <laughs> that's, that's how this is
6: absolutely ridiculous, and, and it's not like I can see if they're trying to sell the team because if you want to sell the team, you want to maximize their worth so you go out and win so you can, you know, what I'm saying get, yeah. you know, a fair market value on them. It's not even close to that right now, not even close because they're in that, they're in that weird. They can't win, but they can't lose enough. They're right there. So what do you
5: do? I don't know. Bahai, I don't know. But it's years and years of ineptitude that get you here. Really, that's all I could tell you. It's years of this that get you to this point. It doesn't happen overnight. So anyway, well, you
7: know, uh, we as bad as it is for the Flyers. Think about. Let's look at some of the teams they're keeping company with right now in terms of being seller dwellers. Montreal, a very proud franchise, has fewer points than the Flyers do. Okay. Um, Anaheim was a powerhouse for years. Yeah. Fewer points than the Flyers. Chicago Blackhawks, powerhouse for years. They have the worst record in all of all the NHL. Well, the second worst record. Columbus has the worst record. So. The, the, the Flyers are in some very good company of franchises that were proud franchises for many years that are now bottom dwellers. I'm not trying to justify where the Flyers are right now. And Rob, your points are very valid about how, how low this organization has become, but I'm looking at who who, who I'm comparing them to those, those organizations have had more success than the Flyers. And yet they're worse than the Flyers right now, mm-hmm. and I don't know how the Flyers get out of this purgatory. You, know, you, you know, they're talking about making all these moves. What do you trade? You got yeah, nothing what, to trade.
5: Why? What, what? What? It's what? Friday at three o'clock, and nobody wants your your garbage. You no, I'm nothing. sure the people people will be moved and all that, but but is it going to really be that impactful? No, I don't think so. No, I bro, I, so. I'm
6: leaving work yesterday. The game starts at seven thirty. Usually, when I'm leaving work, it's so packed that I can't get out. Right. It takes mm-hmm.
8: about
5: 20 minutes to get
8: out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Go on. Gone.
5: Gone. Yep. Yeah. The, and the only uh, license plates you saw, Barrett, were uh, New York and, oh. and, you know, some New know. Jersey coming from the north part of New Jersey. Anyway. All right. All right. Uh, so we got the combine continuing today, guys. We have the defensive linemen and the linebackers working out. Sixers beat the Heat without Joel last night which we'll we'll get a little bit heavier into but it was a good win for them uh last night you had painter making his debut in the spring two innings three hits one run allowed five of his first six fastballs hit 98 or 99 um and, and they're you know everybody's sort of raving about you know what he looked like and he's added a pitch here and there so a lot of a lot of good uh a lot of a lot of exciting there's a lot of excitement around the Phillies man. Yeah, that's for sure um as it should be as there should be right as there should be but it was good win by the sixers uh and i and i give credit cuz guys stepped up you know guys stepped up in a big way last night now uh, they got another challenge because they get they get the mavs and uh and luca and and kyrie irving tonight so it, it, it ain't going to get any easier big fellow be out there they'll win yeah joel will play tonight likely he sat last night
7: yeah <laughs> oh barrett one down two to go
5: I just think they win
6: because I don't know if, to, I, Kyrie at this point, Kyrie and Luca, yeah, that may be better than what I what I think is going to be. There.
7: I think they're the best backcourt in the NBA right now.
6: I didn't think it was going to work, two ball dominant guys like that. I didn't think yeah. it was going to work, but they're finding a way. They're finding a way.
7: Yeah, but they got a ways to go. They're still only a 500 team. And obviously, it's taking some time to get acclimated. I mean, they're they're only one game over 500 right now. They're in that seventh seed. But they're not that far off from six, five, and four moving up the ladder. But they've, mm-hmm. they've lost two in a row. They lost their last two games at four and six over the last 10. So they still have to find a way. So Mr. Brooks, while I snickered the other day about the possibility of them winning three in a row, now that I'm looking at it like this, Mm, they, I don't see them going in Milwaukee and beating the Bucks the way the Bucks are shooting the ball right now. But no. they could get down. Man, I'm telling you what, Milwaukee is shooting the lights out last night. Last night, and they played Orlando. Milwaukee lighting it up with three pointers. Man, yeah. they're one of the better defenses in the league. They're lighting it up from three. and They've won 16 in a row. Now, gonna, and how is, is that though? Them. I
6: don't understand that. How are they looking that good from shooting
7: the rock, man? You know why? Because they went out and got all these these perimeter players that were marginal players. It didn't cost them a lot. You know, they go out and get an angles. You know, they go out and get these 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 complimentary players. When you look at Milwaukee, they don't even other than Lopez, they don't have a true center. They play two forwards and three guards. That's mm-hmm. the starting lineup. And they have the best record in the NBA right now. But those well, guys have been together for the last most of them the last three, four years, especially at championship year two a couple of years ago. That's huge in terms of chemistry.
6: I just know um, you know, I thought that I thought the Sixers did the same thing. I thought they went out and got some guys, perimeter guys, that'll work well with uh, you know, with Embiid and and Hardings, and and I, and I still think that they do, but yeah. you know, I need more production from the outside. You know, I yeah, yeah. It, it's not enough to think that you know the big guy, the big fella going there, and just win it by himself all the
5: time. Yeah, they they definitely la- the, the Sixers don't have the depth. <laughs> Of either Milwaukee or Boston. Now it doesn't mean something can't happen in a, exactly. in, a, in a series and exactly. you know, whatever, but they just don't they don't have that same kind of depth. In well, my opinion,
6: for what is this? Well, what's wrong with George? Me uh
5: he, Nothing. He just sat him. Yeah, he was at DNP last night. Not, not injured. He Doc just isn't happy with the production. He's been slumping lately, and he sat him. Uh, Tyler asks, you know, will will Doc use Dwayne Dedman tonight? Uh, he's been injured, uh, Tyler. It's not that Doc isn't playing him. He's got a hip issue and he hasn't been ready to go since they traded for him. So that doesn't mean it might heal he might be ready to go tonight. I don't know. Uh but that's why he hasn't been playing and, and B-Ball Paul played great last night.
6: But I'm thinking like, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at, you know, Shake, you know, usually Shake's good for giving, giving about two or three get, threes a game. He hadn't even been shooting. Yeah, man, I
7: don't get it. Now see, that to me that's a big one. Why is Shake not getting more minutes right, on the court? You know. I don't understand. I know that.
5: Doc is kind of frustrated with him too. Uh, it's yeah, your, your bench is shrinking. It, yeah, it, it, that's not
7: good because you this is a time of year, especially to give your guys some extra minutes and a stretch run like this. Your your bench should be expanding. Yeah. You should be able to give certain guys more minutes to help take us. You know, your frontline guys are still playing 35, 38, 40. Well, that's minutes the thing. What's game? Harden gonna
5: look like at the end of the year? We're playing these these you know these, these amount of minutes. Rob, per game. stop, stop that. Don't do that to us.
6: Don't do that to us. I'm just saying he played thirty seven.
5: Like Maxi, the only one who played more than him last night was Maxie. Maxi played 38, Harden played 37. Yeah. We'll see, there
6: lies the problem
5: because it's at the end of the year.
6: That's when I, even when, uh, like, I, I heard, you know, I was listening to uh, radio last night, um, no, this morning, mm-hmm. and I heard him say that um, nobody has ever won an MVP without playing more than 70 games. Right now, if Embiid played every single game after this, he could still only win. He could still only play 69 games. Wow. Mm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I, mm.
5: I, I think that ship sailed on him.
6: All right, I, so, I, okay. I,
5: so I, 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 No, I don't think it's right necessarily. I'm just saying. I think they've just, for whatever reason, they're never going to give it to him.
7: Well, then,
6: right, good I'm good with, with that. I'm good with that then. So we need to rest him more.
7: Yeah, but, Barrett, I don't know if I'm good with that because seeded. will he pout? Will he pout or use that for motivation? But, you know, he but, pouted but, last time. Was, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't know the mindset. He you pouted know.
6: because he didn't win the MVP. We didn't That's pout what I'm saying. minutes. Yeah. No, no, I'm now, I have the MVP. Sit his butt down, you know, sit him down. Let him let him ease his way into the playoffs. We agree. already know what he can do, man. We already know what he can do. We already know yeah. what Harden can do. Let's sit back, let these guys rest a little more. I ain't crying over spilt milk. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they know what they need to do now. We get to now get to the playoffs, have them guys healthy, not playing all these damn minutes, man.
7: Mm-hmm. But okay, uh, I don't disagree with you, Barrett, But the the the, mo- the the motive is to move up in the standings. I mean, they're four and a half games behind Milwaukee right now. Three three games behind Boston. They've got a rough schedule, but well, they lost you last gotta, year. You got to you but you got to you, you don't want you don't want to be a four seed or a five. I'm not saying the Knicks can catch them, but you want to try. In the Knicks have won seven in a row. By the way, yeah, the, yeah. dude Jalen Brunson has been you, unreal. Yeah. I texted you guys the other day. I said, there's three teams to watch. Watch the Knicks, Atlanta, and, and keep your eye – who's the third team? Uh, the Knicks – for uh, oh, the Cavs. The Cavs, the Cavs, yeah. And, and you know, even is 13 games over five. They're up and down. But mm-hmm. the Knicks, all of a sudden, like Rob just said, they, they've caught fire. You got to watch them. I don't want to see the Sixers slide into a five or six hole.
6: I don't care because at this point, I just want to get in healthy. Because a healthy, a healthy Embiid and a healthy um, Harden – I like our chances. I don't care who we play. I like our chance. I, I don't. I don't care playing against a, 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 a you know a, a a three seed or a four seed if we're not healthy. It it makes no difference.
7: Okay. It okay. makes
6: no difference because if they're not healthy, they're not gonna be able to give it all. Last year we lost to. We, the reason why, honestly, the reason why we lost to Miami. This is my perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's because we weren't healthy. B didn't play. Embiid was, was a, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Harder didn't know what to do because he was he man. He was on his last leg. He was out there playing with one leg, man. Yeah. He was not healthy. So I forget this. I I can care less about what our seating is right now, mm-hmm. because we can have a seating, a good seating, but our guys aren't fresh and we'll lose. How about they be fresh and I will go against anybody then?
5: Not about it. I hear, th- but look, I think there's okay. definitely a point to be made for that, especially with his history. Yeah. You know, I, I but Absolutely. The, the, the I guess the question I have is, w- are you willing in the in the interim when you sit up to sacrifice seating? And and you say you yes. are. That's really the debate here. I, you know, yes. it, it, that's what it's going to come down to, and and just or I think Doc is thinking the same
6: thing. I think Doc is thinking I, I don't care about. Regular I yeah. want my guys healthy, but and it also it, it's a double. It's, it's also give my a leg up on having these young guys. Step into their roles,
8: yeah. You know what I'm saying?
6: They can step into their roles. Appreciate this, Shizzo. Um, if they can step into their roles of playing more, figuring out who they're gonna be towards the end of the season, yeah. I want to uh, see what these
5: guys are. I think I think that's fair. I it's th- we're also to a point where we're all kind of frustrated. Like you want to see progress made here with these guys, and you it's not about yeah. Getting there and losing in the first round or whatever. So we got to. There's a lot that needs to be figured out. That's right.
7: Really Newsflash: That foot's going to be an issue with him B the rest of the season. And well, even if you rest, even if you rest him.
6: Yeah, you're he right. No, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an issue for him the rest of his career. It could, it could be. you
7: you're right. It could be. All it takes is him to step on somebody's foot one time, coming down with a rebound, going up for a layup, and when you're seven foot and you weigh what he weighs, you know what? It's so awkward. You know, it's a lot more awkward than a smaller guard stepping on somebody's foot. You got a big guy who lumbers through the paint like that. Dude, that's not good news. And, you know, you're right. Maybe Okay, I'm not going to disagree with you. Maybe maybe you should rest him more. But I every time he steps on the court, I'm holding my breath. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Somebody, bubble he's up. always falling on the ground. The dude's
5: always. Bruh, <laughs> yes. bruh, bruh. But if there's ever going to be a month you arrest him sometimes, it's this one because their schedule is murder. Come on, Rob. Rest him as much as you can. If I, I don't care,
6: if if he's out there, on, go up there, bubble wrap him, bring him off the off the um, court on a stretcher. You yeah. know, what I'm saying just to keep him from falling, whatever. Yeah. Sit his ass down. We need all. We need him and Harden as fresh as possible going into the playoffs because I truly believe health is the number one issue yep. for our team. And if we can keep things going. Uh, at, the only way we'll keep things going, no matter what our seed is, if it, those two guys are fresh and healthy going into the
5: playoffs. I hear you. All right, well, let, let's come back, um, and we'll talk some Eagles. We'll dive in at, at how they may look differently under Brian Johnson, how they m- might look differently under Sean Desai. I want to touch on this first, guys, before we go to break. Uh, our, our, our buddy Jeremiah Trotter, uh, who we've had on the show, Barrett, you played with. Uh, unfortunately, lost his wife, uh, Tam, to yes, to, yes. Uh, to breast cancer a couple days back. And, beautiful, uh, he- beautiful woman, man. Yes, she she's, is. Man. Great, she's she's beautiful, a skull, great person. Man. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, this is
6: you know, just just it just goes to show you, man, don't don't play with your health. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is huge, man. She leaves back, but she leaves behind uh, two boys and a daughter. Um, to especially the two sons are going. In college, right now, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. the youngest son is going to West Virginia. Their oldest yep. son is at uh, Clemson right now. Right. Uh, this is this is very sad. I've, I learned two two days ago, and this is big, man. And um, you know, I, my prayers and thoughts go out to him and his family.
7: Yeah. Tammy, yeah I, I, I texted him. The other, I texted him the other day uh, when I found out, and he's such a he's such a solid family man. Yeah. Um. And, and I know how much he must be hurting um right now and and you're right tammy Tammy was just a beautiful person every time I talked to her man her biggest smile just just the warmest personality um and and I know Trot's been going through this for over a year you know every time I talk to him he's taken her to you know treatments and stuff like that and you know and and I've lost you know a family member to breast cancer stuff like that and it's it's, it's gut-wrenching, man, because you're just slowly watching people deteriorate that are close to you, and it's not easy. It's not easy to go through.
5: Yeah. So, Trot, we're thinking of you. Uh, the entire family, rest in peace, prayers, thoughts, man, uh, and and unimaginable, you know, and, and and so sad for those those young kids, man. It's just uh, to lose their mom at that age, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, all right. So, we just, just wanted to make sure we mentioned that. We're thinking about him, and, you know, if, if you you're so inclined throw a prayer up for the uh for the trotter family that's for sure uh i'm not gonna do a live read here tone we're we're gonna hit a timeout we're gonna take a break and we'll come back and we will uh we'll talk some eagles when we get back appreciate everybody hanging out with us today Derek gunn barrett brooks i'm rob ellis we are sports take right back
4: go to get your game on go for the beers go for the cheers go for the hit and the hits go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit.
0: At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond
9: Lee Hockey a call. Hi, everybody. My name's Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at Dry Tech. At Dry Tech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing, The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs, and then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give Dry Tech a call or check us out online.
2: Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that taxes are just part of
10: life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your social security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their social security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas
1: on hand. With Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust.
5: All right, we're back. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is a Thursday, March 2nd. We are Sports Take. Let's hit that like button if we could, friends. We do appreciate that. Derek Barrett and Rob hanging out with you. Let's talk a little Eagles here, guys. Um now we we know and we this was a sort of a foregone conclusion uh that Brian Johnson was going to get the gig as the offensive coordinator. That much we know. Now, here's what else we know. Uh, They could lose Isaac Samalo They could lose Miles Sanders Boston Scott's also a free agent And that should be put in there Because he is a contributor That's for sure But other than that There aren't a whole lot of players Of consequence, in my opinion That could walk on the offensive side They're in pretty good shape there With guys coming back So here's the question I have, guys Uh, If you look at the offense last year They were third in points Third in total yards Ninth in passing Fifth in rushing Jalen has career years, 3,700 passing, 22 passing TD, six interceptions, completed 67%, a 101.6 passer rating. He ran for 760 and 11 touchdowns. Two 1,000-yard receivers, a 1,000-yard rusher, and they were third, by the way, in the red zone in scoring at 68%. That's the third-best clip in football. Um, In your estimation, any idea what kind of tweaks, you know, anything that, that, um, excuse me. Um, yeah, (laughs) I think I just pulled a muscle. Um, any kind of tweaks (laughs) or, uh, anything that that came on quick. That's these, uh, any, any kind of twist or tweaks that, that, that Brian Johnson will put on this offense in your estimation and what areas in your estimation, do they need to get better at? Because this was a darn good offensive team last year. I, I'm
6: I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go a third receiver. Mm-hmm. I, I need more production out of third receiver. I okay. Need,
8: mm-hmm. I need an
6: alternative, not just a tight end, but I need an alternative to that third wide receiver. Um, this offense would be unstoppable. We already know how good they are in running the ball. They'll be able to run the ball even better. You know, with 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 what they see, because they found a weapon towards the end of the season that they didn't use before. And Kenneth Gainwell, he became a much better player, a much better weapon in that offense. The latter half of the year, the latter um, quarter of the year. So I believe that running game will still be good enough to you know keep going in that direction. They're going to need somebody to come in and uh, be that, that that cruising back. You know what I'm saying? Because what they got with Miles Sanders was a a bruiser and a guy that could catch. So he was a dual purpose back, but I think they found their weapon in Kenneth Gainwell. If they get another guy, I mean, even if they keep Boston Scott, bring him back. I think those two as a tandem could, you know, still feel, you know, feel pretty good going into the season with them. They just need one more guy to be that, you know, that pounder, that grinder. But that third back, that third wide receiver is a must because, you can't continue to – I mean, teams will figure out a way to bracket and 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 roll coverage to those two. They'll figure out a way. You need that third receiver uh, when you do have to go and get the ball down the field. You're going to need somebody that can do that, a, a deep threat, a um, take-the-top-off type of receiver.
5: I agree with you, first of all. And, and they didn't get nearly enough. It was – an occasional home run out of Watkins, and not much else. It was well. Boring. That's you
6: know that's 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 what I that's what I want to say. Yeah, a home run wide receiver, and I, I say that's the third receiver because it was Quez. Yeah, so they need that home one run wide receiver. Mm-hmm. What do you think,
8: Gunner?
7: Gamewell is a better pass catcher than Miles Sanders. First of all, coming out of the backfield, we know there's going to be some additions. If the Eagles went into 2023 with exactly the personnel they have right now. And I do agree they need to upgrade and get a third receiver. But let's say they added nobody. Let's say they lost their model. Let's say they came back with, with Quez and Pascal. This offense as it is right now, under Brian Johnson, will still accidentally score 27 points a game. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> the offense is that efficient. So that's that's a great thing because not many teams can say that. Other right. than maybe a Kansas City or Cincinnati or Buffalo, right. they'll accidentally score 27. So that's a major part of your problem in right. today's offensive minded football. But they do need to get an upgrade. I mean, you got one of the best top three tight ends in the game, you got two of the best wide receivers in the game. You have, according to um, the voters, the second best quarterback in the game in, in Jalen Hurts. And so you're in a fabulous position in that regard. But they're going to have to address. I, I think Gainwell is a harder, even harder runner than Miles was. Gain Gain's, Gainwell is the guy put your foot in the ground, turn up the field, and go. Mm-hmm. Explosive, yep. Explosive, and I think he breaks tackles a lot better than uh, Miles Sanders does. Mm. You can fi- you can find another Miles Sanders in Ooh. the draft. You can find another Miles Sanders. Dang, running back! No, and I love. Don't get me wrong, because I've told you guys time and time again when we talk about what type of running backs that we like. I grew up in an era of Gale Sayers and then Barry Sanders. I always loved the shifty or running backs, the dudes that can make you miss. Those are my kind of bet. a lot of people like the Derrick Henrys and, and backs like that. Um, so when I say you can find another Miles Sanders, that's not a knock against Miles Sanders. Now, I have the m- utmost respect for his game, you know. But the Miles Sanders are diamond a dozen. That's That's why the price is driven down so much of running backs in the National Football League, because you can find those kind of backs out there. Okay, so they're going to find somebody, whether it's low tier, whether it's a, a middle to late round draft pick. You know, you look at a guy like Pacheco. How did how did he how did he sit on the board seven rounds mm-hmm. before somebody picked him up? Look at what he brought to the equation for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's shifty. He's strong for a guy his size. The way he breaks tackles. Are you kidding me? This dude runs like runs angry. He he runs a, to me a lot like a Debo Samuel's. Like somebody stole the most prized possession from him and he's making everybody pay for it you know, that's the kind of you can find those kind of backs they're out there mm-hmm. so I, I i as much as it, it might hurt on the surface to lose a Miles sanders they'll find they'll find them they'll find somebody yeah
5: i i, I agree with you and i don't think it's going to be i know there are people that are saying man Bijan Robinson has has the chance. He's just such a great running back. I agree with that. That he that he has unbelievable ability. I just don't. This is just the way the Eagles look at things, and I and I kind of view it this way as well. You can get a running back who's really good. Maybe not Bijan Robinson good, but really good later, like the Chiefs got Pacheco. Or you can get it in free agency where it's not costing you a ton, or you're not investing draft capital in them. I'd rather go that route. I'd rather help strengthen this defense. You know, I would rather help strike another area than, than using a resource like that on a running back that high. I'm just even at thirty? Yeah, even at thirty.
7: Yeah, I I would say even at thirty. You probably, I don't even
5: want to dip into that pool till the third round, Barrett, Max. Well, I've, I've been looking at a bunch of
6: um a bunch of mock drafts and everybody has I, I've I've seen three people have B. John Robinson at thirty. Mm-hmm. I I am thinking I'm thinking differently also. I, I'm If you were asked me if they were going to stay in pad at 10 and 30, I want one of the three cornerbacks at 10 Mm
8: -hmm.
6: and number 30. I want a, I want a edge rusher, meaning edge rusher, meaning it could be a linebacker type of guy, or it could be a three, four in who lines up with a tackle type of guy. Mm -hmm. I want either one of those, 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 those uh, picks to have those guys at that pick. Mm-hmm. So, and, and now we know the is going to be the defensive coordinator. He's the defensive coordinator. Now they're going to need another guy opposite Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick will be a TJ watt for this Eagles defense. But TJ watt is good because the guy on the other side is also good. Mm-hmm. And whoever's on the other side has to be able to get there and eat also.
5: Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, I Bar- I agree. I think the I think the D tackle spot and the in the edge rusher spot is, is so critical, man. And I'm Absolutely. I'm concerned about Jordan Davis. Um I'm, I'm not concerned, concerned about, about him now. I'm not concerned about that though. A think, I'm a little bit. I think bit. Jordan Davis I'm not worried. Will be yeah.
8: Fine.
6: Yeah. I think he'll be fine. You know, there's no need to worry. To me there's no need to worry about him. I think he'll take care of business. He'll become that explosive guy we need. The explosive guy we saw. Now, expectations are we're not going to th- now, if people think that he's going to be a an uh, Aaron Donald type of player, no, he's not that guy. But if you want him to be a guy that I've seen at the nose guard position, a uh, you know, a, a Casey Hampton, a guy like that, you know, a space grabber, a guy that could collapse the pocket, he ain't going to do a lot of sacks, but he's going to collapse the pocket, push the pocket back. And that, he's taller than Casey, he's more explosive than Casey, but Casey was a pro bowler. Casey was a damn good um, yeah. nose guard. We need a guy like that um,
5: more than anything. Yeah, I, I mean, and just just back to the offense real quick, one thing to keep in mind, which I don't think we do enough when we have these kind of discussions. I agree you need a third receiver and, I, and, and running back, you're going to have to get somebody else in here too. But let's take into account how much better the quarterback's going to be in, in his fourth year. Right? How much better the receivers are going to be with him. Like Devontae Smith, I think, is still getting better. I think there's room for AJ Brown to get better. I think there's room for Dallas Goddard to get better. All those guys. Landon Dickerson's going to get better. Yep. You you know, as a player. So I think there's room for growth there, too, where they can just be that much better. And you're not turning it over to a new coach with a new system. You're just going to tweak what worked and what didn't work. I think the
6: whole, you know, you're right. I think the mindset is going to change from what we had last year. From a team standpoint, we're gonna have to outscore people. We're gonna have to come a Kansas City type of team. Yeah, you know, like it or not, they scored. They won their games from scoring a lot. Defensively, I don't know if we can do. Not, I, I know we're not gonna be able to duplicate uh, the seventy sacks like we did this last yeah, year. Yeah, that
5: you're you're kidding yourself if you think it's gonna be that way
6: again. We it's don't like, have the personnel to do that. Number one,
7: because of, because that D, that offense is so loaded. What's wrong with getting much younger on defense? I, I would know. load. I would load up on defense with so my, my my first three or four picks. Mm-hmm. I would load up on defense. Teams do it. down I mean, it. You, you have you to. Have to. Right. We have. I I believe we
6: have more depth on the opposite side of the ball. Yes, than yes. We have the defense side of the ball. Absolutely. But we, you know, and also, and I want to tell people this also. We do have some salary cap room for next year even though we're going to pay our quarterback because we're paying our quarterback an extension. He's still going to play the the, the last half, uh, the last year on that deal. He'll just have a sign bonus that'll be applied to it. He, he, he won't, all that money won't be, you know, allocated for, for this next year coming up. Mm-hmm. He'll play for that rookie deal. But it'll play with a signing bonus. And then the year after that, 2024, is when the major money kicks in and his deal kicks in. Right. So that's the difference. That's a difference between what you know, what what people are thinking. Just because we're playing a quarterback, we're not going to get the the uh, the ramifications of him get making this big money contract until next year. Same thing happened with with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he still played under that one year. He played under uh, that that one year with with the deal going, and and, and
5: you know, they did the cap didn't take effect until right. that next year. Well, I think the other good thing offensively is, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, maybe I'm missing one, but Steichen obviously left, but it feels like the staff is going to be pretty much intact, right? I mean, guys are Absolutely. just sort of moving the up. About, side, yes. Yeah, Alex Tanney and those guys are just moving up in, into different positions. So your continuity is a big deal. Absolutely. And to have almost the entire staff back, you know, is one of the great advantages you have here with, with keeping Brian Johnson. I really lost it I
6: thought they were going to lose that offensive line coach. I mean, the uh, the assistant offensive line coach, but they kept him here. I thought one of those guys would have taken him with them. Right. You know. I mean, he's been a professor at Stoutland U for the past five years. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? He's still here. So he got a
5: master's from Stoutland U.
6: Right. Right. So I mean, to me, you know, that's the that's a bonus that he's still here. Um, the offensive coordinator. He said he he took a class to learn how to, you know, do charts to to to, to you know for for the uh, for the defense to you know run stunts against him, he took a class to make sure that what was his name? I forget the he was he's the quarterback coach now. Rob, you uh, should know who that is.
5: Who is it? it was it Tanny who got moved up to? I think so. Quarterback Tanny
6: Tanny's the QB coach. Yeah, yeah, it's Tanny. He took a class in order for him to get when he was just an assistant. I mean, not an assistant, but a, um, you know, almost like a GA there. To, to figure out how to go in and, and make those charts so they can show that, you know, the, the defense blitzing all that stuff to, for the cards, for the scout team to run against the offense. Mm-hmm. Tell me that's not big time, bro. I agree. You
5: know what I'm saying?
6: That's yeah. big time.
5: No question. Uh, look, so, and, and also you still have Nick there. Yes. You know, you, you have an offensive-minded head coach who's in on every single meeting, who's in on every single install, who's in – who 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 has say in the play calling. So you're you're not losing that much man. And and you have a quarterback who's who's driven, who is a self-starter, who's not a guy who who is coach dependent completely. You know, he he's he's a guy who's doing his own thing. I, I mean that in a positive way. I don't I don't mean like he's veering off of the game plan. I mean, you don't need to be holding his hand 24/7. Well, he sets the tone. Yeah, he sets yeah.
6: the tone for the team. Yeah. When your quarterback sets the tone for the team, and your head coach looks for him for inspiration on how to conduct himself during game time situations, not get too high, not to get too low. Right. With that calming effect on the team, you got versus the same same offense out there. Only thing they're gonna do, they're gonna get better because they they're running the same system. Maybe the third year they're running the same system under Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He, he's only gonna get better for that in that system.
7: See see, for years we talked about how New England wrote the blueprint on how to put together a team they would get rid of draft picks and get existing players that have already been established they didn't really care about developing them players i think kansas city is the new model in terms of how to build a team you give a quarterback first of all you have to have the quarterback they yeah. do right. you give him a boatload of money and then look at how they trickle down and bring in decent players not the best players at, at the positions they got three. They went out and got three marginal receivers to make up for the loss of Tyreek Hill. Didn't have to pay him a boatload of money to bring him in. They paid all three of them less than what Tyreek got going down to Miami. Right. If you yep. Think about it. You think about they built the offensive line, they have supporting role players as running backs, but they found the right complements to each other. Mm-hmm. And then you have the premier tight end. So, how many players, and, and you got, if you think about how many stars they have on that Kansas City team, it's the quarterback, it's the tight end. It's the middle linebacker. The middle linebacker is on a rookie contract. Right. Okay, the only real expensive players you have on that defensive side of the ball is Jones. Think about it. So you're paying four four players big money, and you filled in the gaps with decent role players, and it worked like a charm for that team. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able you have to be able to pick well. Kansas City did. Yeah, and the Eagles can do the same thing if they follow that blueprint. The last two draft picks. And the Eagles are in a better position because they have redshirt freshmen basically waiting in the wings already. <laughs>
5: yeah, you're right. And but that is the one thing, though, if you think about it, guys. You, like I, I think Howie's strengths are trades, for the most part, free agent signings. uh, You know, obviously managing the cap draft is up and down. Now, in fairness, every team you you, you can look at almost every team and see whiffs here and there in big spots, but it is up and down. And they have lost a lot of people in the front office. They've had a lot of turnover lately. What I'm building up to here is they gotta be really good in this draft. This draft's gotta be hits.
8: Yeah, gotta well, be guys that
6: gotta, yeah. gotta play. But I one thing I don't believe in in the chat is is saying that um that uh Davis is gonna be a, a bust. Davis is, yeah, you know, he's, it's just, he's fat, he it's can't move. Oh, that. Man. He Seriously. hold on now, like one thing for sure, one thing for certain. That big some bitch can run, that big some bitch can move. <laughs> He can play once he gets his legs underneath him. I'm just letting y'all know.
5: And, and y'all saying
6: that right now? But... What does
5: he need to get to? Well, he, 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 he just what you say? Pimp size. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah,
6: yeah. Oh, he gonna go out. They gonna get that big some bitch pimp size, and everybody be like, "Ooh, <laughs> oh, look at him. He pimp size now. He gonna be taking things over. He will be a monster in the middle." Now, he's not going to get sacked. You know, you usually don't get sacked from the inside, you know, especially not from a zero nose. Yeah, like
5: Hargrave's production was was an exception well, in terms of that,
6: sacks. he was a three technique. Right, true. This guy's going to be a nose, a true nose yeah, in, yeah. in, 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 in uh, the size system. Yep. A true nose is somebody that lines up head up over that center. So when you do that, that means both guards are uncovered. So you're gonna get a double team every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. Can he fight through that? Like I said, Casey Hampton, he could do that. Casey could do it. Saragusa, he could do that. Davis Sam Adams, do it. he can do that. He's just gotta learn how to do it, you know, and he's gotta be pimp sized to learn it. And there's an art to it,
5: man. It doesn't yeah. happen overnight. You know, yeah. he, he's yeah. gonna get the yeah. here's the biggest thing for me. The dude better be in condition. Exactly. Exactly. you got to be like you said the pimp size. Thing. He's got to be in shape. Ted
6: Washington was never it, pimp size. He was just a he was just a man in there. No. But
5: but, but the point is like and yeah and exactly right. Uh, right yeah. You got to you got to be able to stand the the rigors of being out there as much this is not Georgia now where you, right. you know, you're playing whatever it was Well he never had sacks, yeah. He never had sacks. He never had sacks really in Georgia. Right. I'm either. saying but that that's over, man. Yeah, like, You got to yeah. get out there.
7: Let me let me ask, let me ask a couple answer a couple of questions here. Miguel Torres says, "So D why would you invest too much in defense?" And then uh, Cal Bundy says, KC's defense was trash." D First of all, Miguel, you invest in a bunch of rookies that can play sooner rather than later, uh, because you are going to get long term value out of them. You already have redshirt freshmen waiting in the wing who are who are going to have to step up. Okay, number one. Number two, if you use your first three or four picks on solid defensive players, if you get the right ones, you can drop and play them now. Kansas City already showed that, okay? You don't have to overspend. We keep sweating about, man, Hargrave ain't coming back. Bradbury ain't coming back. Well, Kansas City didn't worry about that. And to answer the second question, Kansas City's defense was not trash.
5: Yeah, far from it. Kansas
7: City's defense – Gave up less than twenty-two points a game. That's not trash to me. Now, overall stats, they were middle of the road defense, but they only gave up one hundred seven yards on the ground rushing and twenty-one point seven points a game. To me, that's, I don't know. I, I watch a lot of football. You tell me, is that a trash well, defense? They team? also
5: had the second most sacks. They had, had the second sacks. a a, okay. a, quali- a second-year stud linebacker in, in Bolton. Uh, you know, Sneed. Some of the other young, younger yeah. pieces they have on yeah. the defensive side of the ball can play Uh, you know they certainly nobody's going to argue Kansas City's offense was was better than their defense absolutely no No question but but but, uh, the 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 point is you just have to read the room you know you're going to take a little bit of a step back defensively so your offense is just going to have to be that much better this year and and if look at the uh, eagle as you said Derek pointed out very well if the offense stays essentially same you're still pretty damn good man like, yeah, you know, and, there's not, it's not like you need the offense all of a sudden to blow up. You need it to kind of stay what it was. There, that's there it. you go. Well, look, you, you see, say Timolian,
6: like Timoleon says right there, David's supposed to eat up blocks and allow linebackers to make to plays. Eat. This is where Cody
5: and, and 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 the young cats who are gonna get their opportunity need to eat now. You know, that's, that's
6: exactly right. I'll, I'll, that's why TJ Edwards had the year he had. Yeah, right. pretty good year. There you go. When you have guys that can run around there and you know, and and that's what like Goose. Everybody talks about Ray Lewis and Ray Lewis this and Ray Lewis that. You ask Ray Lewis why he ate the way he ate, he'll tell you every time. That's right. Sam Adams. That's right. It was Saragusa, them guys taking up the middle,
8: mm-hmm.
6: clawing up the middle, and because they did that, he was able to run from sideline to sideline without getting touched to make right. play. And now, now, he's a great player now, but sure. he yeah. was untouched. It was hard trying to get off on a block. I tried to double-team Saragusa for a while, and Saragusa would hold both guys like this hold them just like this
5: well let let, let me jump on this uh coach Tyrant says <clears throat> do you think uh Jamison Williams over Quez would have won the Super Bowl I'm not sure what the Jamison Williams was a first round pick
7: right
5: I, I don't know how the Eagles were getting him you're saying it would take him over Jordan Davis,
7: Jordan Davis? okay mm-hmm.
5: so I, I here's what I think I, I don't think he's you say how he won it slow non-impact well I think how he understood and the team understood that Jordan Davis wasn't going to play a ton this year.
8: Yeah. When
5: you have Hargrave and you have uh Fletcher and you Bunch have Christ, everybody yep. that they have, they weren't, he wasn't, they knew that. So it wasn't some big surprise that he didn't get a lot of time.
8: Yeah.
6: If he was going to, then Davis would have played a lot more and they wouldn't have brought back Fletch if they right. wanted him to play right there.
5: So part two of that is you're not going to draft Jameis Winston there because you've already the year before and the year before went first round picks. You want Regor, Devontae back to back years. Okay, mm-hmm. and you traded for AJ Brown. You weren't going to use a resource of a first round pick there on Jamison Williams. And I actually think Jamison Williams this year is going to blow up, coming yep. off the off the injuries of that he had. Absolutely, like
7: absolutely. So
5: I don't know that that means you win a Super Bowl, uh, Coach Terrence. I don't. I don't know that that's you know one correlates necessarily to the other. So I, I think it was how even said it at the, at the podium the other day. He said we viewed these guys, and and, and Tone points this out in our private chat as investments. That's how they viewed Jordan Davis. That's how they viewed Cam Jurgens. That's how they viewed N'Kobe Dean. That they were they were going to pay dividends. It was like, but it wasn't going to be blooming right away. And they didn't have to because the Eagles had so many good players.
6: And I'm going to say, Robert M., you're right. All first-rounders should play immediately. Sure. I believe wholeheartedly in that. Sure, sure. But this was an interesting case where they didn't mind. Jordan Davis not playing because yeah. they brought Fletch back. They had hard graves. They had guys there that can go to work. You know what I'm saying? So they picked them for long term. And they also picked them for a reason, too. We had been a four down defense for so long. We didn't have a nose guard, a nose, a zero technique. We didn't have that player. So how we picked him up, so they, in the transition from going from a four three to a three four type of defense, and in order to do that, I said it before, you have to have a boss nose a guy right up in the middle of the defense mm-hmm. who can handle being in the defense in the middle by themselves and, and and flourish at that position. There's not a lot of guys that can go and play nose, head up, and yeah. control the line of scrimmage like that. That's why you got special people, you know, like Sarah Goose. You got special people that can go in there. Ted Williams could just stop things up in there. You got to be a special type of guy. Do I, I think Davis can do that? I think Davis can
7: do that. I, I don't think people give Howie Roseman enough credit for it. Not only looking into the present, but the foreseeable future. Right. Jordan in terms of how he put put this team together. Right. I mean. He loaded up with frontline talent and was still able to draft guys that they're going to have to plug and play this year. Right. You know how many teams would love to be in a situation like that? I know it's a luxury. That's the, the thing. Luxury. Those
5: guys didn't get on the field. Like Cam Jurgens could flat out play. I will tell you that yes. right now. Yes. Yeah, he didn't get on the field because he had beasts in front of him. Right. right. <laughs> yes. Same thing with Jordan Davis. Same thing with the now, Dean. I, you know, I, I think the Eagles had good linebackers, not great, but still good. That's yep. why those guys didn't play last year.
6: Calcaterra is a luxury pick. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Thank he's you. Luxury. He's gonna be, he's gonna be it. I'm telling you right now, he's gonna be an H back and he's gonna flourish at a fullback tight end type of guy. Hmm. He's gonna flourish like, He's gonna be like 44 years in um uh with with what with, with with um with the 49ers. Whatever his name is, I I, oh,
7: I, can't, I
5: can't Yeah.
7: And I still think Tyree Jackson is going to figure into the equation. they can never keep him healthy at six seven tight end. Yeah. He can catch yeah. the ball. He's just he's yeah. just been hurt. So, you right. know, I hope they don't give up on him yet. Now two seasons we've been waiting to see what he can do, and he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. More so than anything else. The- now now you got with him hurt, you've had the jack Stolls and the calcateras emerge, but I still like what he could possibly bring to the equation, you know. But he's got to stay on the field and not in the tub. They, they, oh, they have a, do you want that's a good question, uh, Coach Terrence. Do you want George Pickens or Cam
6: Jurgens? It does you know you you can't with this organization, they're going to take Cam Juergens all day Every and on Sunday because yep. they believe in front-line offensive linemen and defensive linemen. They're going to go defensive – because that's how you build championship teams. Right, and, and the other thing exactly. is right. it's, it's
5: an unfair comp. Yeah. Let's see him this year, because I think we're going to see him play guard. When Juergens gets on the field now, he didn't get a chance to play last year. Pickens – I love Pickens. But you, you got to let them get on the field before you say it was one – was the right move over and one was the wrong move it's not it's not a wrong move just because you didn't see him last year if if we're having the same conversation in three years and Jurgens can't get on the field at center or or guard yeah 100 you know pickens was the, would have been the right player to take just let's let it let's let it play out a little bit yeah, we i know we want everything like in two seconds and stick it in the microwave sometimes you got to cook it a little bit sometimes you got to get on the the green egg like gunner
7: and let it go for a, for a few hours wait, wait say that again you i worked that in there Dude, that was pro- that was a profound statement you just gave right there. <laughs> green see, egg. Barrett, see Barrett, you should follow suit more. You you should embrace the Gun instead of antagonizing the Gun. You should, uh, Barrett, I want you to take notes of what just happened here. <laughs> oh, you left him speechless.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to say something.
5: I wanna, right, go, ahead, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. He yeah. incorporated yeah. green egg. Be careful. And he might just cut out again magically. I don't know I mean know.
6: that was that was that was that, that, was, that was
5: smooth the, by that you Rob. Profound Green thinking, man. egg reference. Yes. Thank wow, you. Wow. All right. Uh, all right let's come back and let's let's dig a little bit deeper into this topic. Uh, was the last time Barry was speechless? That was the first. <laughs> We've almost been doing this a year. How the, the hell time. did
6: you put green egg
7: in I'm just saying like you I mean you're a man off of D Gun's heart now man. I, I you know what? And <laughs> you know what? he's but, back in good graces with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Up until that moment he was in the same he was in the same gray area as you, Brooks. But right now, he's he's back in the light. He's back right. in the light again. L- let
5: me further illustrate how brilliant I am. Let's take it one step further. Today is Doctor Seuss's birthday. Yes. He was born on this day in 1904. Yes. Wow. What is his most famous book? Green Eggs and Ham. Wait,
7: wait, wait, wait. That is still my all-time favorite, and I'm Green glad eggs you brought that. Yes. I still. Here's the thing. I you was guys kid, have both
5: read to my wife's class. That yes, yes. Dr.
7: Seuss books. My, when I was a kid, my wife, my my, my, my mom bought me the entire set of um, you know Dr. Seuss books that were available, and through the years, obviously more have emerged. Yeah. Um, to this day, we, my wife and I, bought our kids Dr. Seuss books. Our grandkids, we now read the Dr. Seuss books. It is the only book that has withstood the test of time over the last fifty years. I was going to save it for the birthday segment, but now that you brought it up. Do you know his book sold over 600 million copies? Jeez. And before he died, this is now before he died. Right. When you think about your year, year he died in, was translated into more than 20 languages. That's how popular those books were. Wow. Second only to the Bible. Yep. yep what an exactly. impact, man. What I'm not that, a heathen, exactly. dog. I'm not a heathen. <laughs> I, I never said, I, I have my doubts no, you about You have it. said
6: that before. You have said that
7: before. Trish, would you say Barrett is a heathen? Trish? He called me. He's got. She's got her headphones and her, her earbuds, and I got to. I have to throw something at her to get her her attention over there. I I'm going to ask her during she's, the break. She's ignoring that question. There, John D guns, grandkids called him the Lorax. You know what? I got your Lorax, <laughs> I got your Lorax <laughs> right here. So, yeah, uh, I got your
5: Lorax for you. All right. Let's. Uh. Well, look. As good a news as there is on the offensive side, there's a lot of question marks defensively. Uh, with guys who could be leaving. With with Sean Desai taking over, we'll get into the defense uh when we come back don't go anywhere Derek gunn barrett brooks rob ellis we are sports take jacob sports youtube network on this thursday let's talk about jim murray and principal financial group because knowing who to trust with your finances yes can be a very scary proposition and i was in the front of that line for a very long time but i could tell you from personal experience that someone i trust with my finances is jim murray and principal financial group whether it's retirement planning. You look at your 401k, you're maybe not thrilled with what's going on there. Insurance review, you're not getting the bang for your buck for your insurance. You might have a business. You're trying to get your employee benefits off the ground. These are all the things that Jim can help you with. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover with Jim, and I'll tell you, I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call. 610 996 47 51, 610-996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, dot jim at principal.com. That's jim at principal.com.
4: Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on.
0: we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey
9: a call. Hi, everybody. My name's Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at Dry Tech. At Dry Tech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing the second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online.
2: Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that taxes are just part of life.
10: It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With
1: Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action News and AccuWeather, the team you trust.
5: Yes, we are. We're gonna have Dave Zingaro join us tomorrow uh, from the combine. Did you see that the uh, the Jags have tagged uh, Evan Ingram? They locked up their tight end. I'll tell what? you, they're gonna be they're gonna be interesting. Nice I, I was just tricks. looking at, it, yeah, like I'm looking at their um, their weapons here. So let me let me just throw you, <laughs> and we'll get back to the Eagles in a second. But I just want to throw this by you. Uh, so they've they've tagged Evan Ingram, franchise tag. They're gonna have. Engram, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, uh, Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne, and and Trevor Lawrence, uh, just for starters, offensively. That's, Dougie P's got some stuff to play with there.
7: Yeah, he does. Uh, No question. Yeah, he but Calvin Ridley is going to be a huge addition to that yeah. that offense. Man, I'm about to throw up, man. Wow. What, what you now? See, you see what my wife just posted.
5: Oh, no. I didn't see. Hold on. Oh, Where's see? Trish?
7: Oh, Where is she? Oh, here we go. Yes, thank you.
5: Barrett's oh, not a heathen. Oh
7: goodness! He's yes. one of the most
5: loving men I know. God is love. Yeah. The uh-huh. only thing he needs to work on is his cussing at his kids That's instead right. of swearing. Bless them. Love Barrett.
6: There we go. Thank you. Yes, I will, and I'm trying to do that all the time. <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> not
7: cuss
6: at him, but bless. Got her
7: fool man. Oh my goodness! I don't have hurt. a fool,
6: Derek. You, you. you she's right, and, I, and I've been working on that. She's right. You have? Yes.
7: You, when's the last time you cursed at your kids?
6: It's been a while now. Been about two, three, four, five uh, days,
7: <laughs> d- days, hours, minutes. What? I need I did cuss at them for eating my food.
6: I didn't cuss at them.
5: See? Yeah, that was curse. That was a curseable offense. Man.
6: Yes, yes, yes.
5: No, is it's not. Oh, come on, man. you, all, you, you, all,
7: you wait. You 20, can get your point across. You can get castles? your point across without cursing at them as well. Well, I used to think it. It put more.
6: It put more uh, emphasis. Emphasis on it, yes. Yeah. So I thought, I thought it did, but you know, she has led me astray from that. She, she's told me that I should bless him instead of cussing him. So that's what that's I've right. been doing.
7: Now, since look, look, bear, see, yay, bear, you can do it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> 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 see, bro, she, bro, she understands me.
6: Just see, see, I've been trying, Derek. I've definitely been go. trying. So uh, I've definitely been trying.
7: Thank you, Trish. Thank uh, you so much but she hasn't seen that side of you that I have. What side is that Derek? I'm not going to bring that up here. No, thank you. Thank you. You even scared me. I am saying, there. Oh, Oh, you scared me a few times. No, I didn't. You was laughing. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, was was laughing.
6: Laugh. you were laughing. i was like, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Um,
5: I know we talked about this yesterday that some of the, uh, yep. the rating came out for the teams Yeah. and the Eagles for the most part did well. They, the, the one thing that did not was their travel. Um, uh, the way that the the players were not happy with the the travel arrangements, okay? Did you see this one, though? I meant to bring this up to you guys earlier. The Cardinals charged their players for eating meals at the team facility. What? Did you see that that came out? I didn't see that one. Like, that's Norman Brayman stuff right there. That's They
7: charge the players to eat? Eat
6: at the facility. They said they used to do that. Yeah, they used to do that before I got there. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. That that is
5: Norman Brayman nonsense right there.
6: But I used to think that it was. Um, I but some there was some meals that when I first got there, some meals the first couple of, first two years was like we had one time we had mashed potatoes, green beans, and no meat, no protein. It was just mashed potatoes and green beans. Yeah. What? I, I hear yeah. You. What type of meal is that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
5: What? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like what, something I would eat actually. Uh,
7: right? <laughs> But they were touching, so you wouldn't have ate it. That's a good point. <laughs> and, 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 and let me tell you something. The Steelers Steelers Separators. used to take care of their players. Bro, it, it meals, was unbelievable. The oh, Steelers, yeah. it was like five-star
6: restaurant with the Steelers. Oh, man. And and, and that's why I say this one of the classic organizations. Like, you know, they're devout, you know, um, uh, Christians, you know, I mean, Catholic, they, they fish every Friday. Oh, the
5: Steelers, yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah, they did that. But then, you know, but like now, you go to the Eagles now.
5: Oh. I'm telling you, it's hey, and oh, I. Say
7: we've
5: been in there as media guys. Like the 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 cafeteria is second to none. there, none. there isn't anything you can't get. Like if you're, hey, I'm, I'm looking to avoid this, but I need it's. There's options
7: out the wazoo. It's incredible. See, and even with the Eagles, they charge the media five bucks a meal. Yeah, but for the options that you get for food, so worth. Dude, it. at least twenty five dollar meal. I mean, the different salads, soups. Oh. The entrees, when you go uh, to look at the entree, the meat entrees and stuff they have, the vegetables, the legit. the the desserts for five bucks. Yeah, dude, I paid it every day. And then I say, the Yeah, when it comes to their uh, when they serve they serve breakfast to the media on the three days of the draft. Dude, I'm telling you, and my boy Tim is the, the head chef there. Yeah, and dude, I'm talking about the bacon, eggs, sausage. Woo. And then I would walk up there, D Gun. You know, I said, man, I don't want ramble, man. You want an omelet? Make you an omelet right there. Yeah. The bacon. I mean that man, bacon, biggest biggest mini baseball bat. Perfect too. done perfect. Oh my oh, god. Oh. Pancakes, waffles.
5: <laughs> I'm starving. Well, right how now. about the
7: rib stuff? The, the oh, ribs. Oh, and then then you know what? During the season, one day a week they would always have a meal that pertained to the city that they were playing. Ah. So if it was Kansas City, they would do ribs. And they got a smoker, they got these big smokers in outside of the uh yeah. Nova Complex. Yep. They use all the time. So we would get Barbecue chicken, uh, short ribs. and I lying B Brooks? Yeah. It was amazing. Dude, it was unbelievable. The food you get the food you get over. You know what? That's the only thing. People keep asking me, D gun, do you miss doing this? Do you miss doing that? That's the only thing I miss man, <laughs> is the meals. That's, I just thought yeah. about that. So here's what here's what, I'll just do real quick for people who yeah. didn't see it
5: yesterday, maybe where the Eagles players great at the mouth. Treatment of families, B minus, which is in the middle of the road. I and mean, I think that may tie into the
7: wait, the that's for travel. the Eagles.
5: Yeah, I'm giving you the Eagles rankings wow B minus for, for treatment of families which is tied for 16th uh food service a tied for first weight room a minus tied for ninth strength coaches a plus tied for first training room room C minus tied for 22nd training staff a plus tied for first locker mm. room C plus tied for 18th team travel D which is 27th. So that that's the issue that, that appears to be. I think that's also tied into the family part, is, is the travel. So for what it's worth, but there there are some there's some crazy stuff out there, man. And the Cardinals thing, I that just caught my eye. I'm like, they're charging them in their own place. That's crazy to be charged like that. Now, I had guys when I first
6: got close, my first two or three years in the league, they wouldn't eat there anyways. They would go to Cheerleaders right around the corner <laughs> and have a steak before practice. I'm just
5: saying.
8: Yeah, yeah.
5: I'm sure it was all about the steak there. Yeah.
8: Right. Right. Right.
6: Right. Yeah.
5: The buffet. They go to the buffet at this at that steakhouse. Um. Oh my god. Um. Anybody here? Yeah. Is this thing on? Um, well, there's actually a few choices around the facility that you could go to those, those type of establishments. Right, so, right, uh, right, right, you right, have some right. choices. All right, not that I know, that's what I've heard. Uh, all right, so, uh, defensively, so here's what we know, guys. Sean Desai is the man, he's in, he's the guy they're going to hire. We don't know yet about Denard Wilson, we haven't heard anything yet, whether he's going to stay on, whether or not, uh, he wants to stay on, whether they, they, they apparently want him, but it's up to him you know, essentially at this point. And now right. we don't know if Desai might want to bring in his own guy, too. That's possible. Um, so, and, and Dan makes a good point about this whole thing. He says, the you know, he went to Miami, obviously. But um, he said, uh, very few NFL places are better than college facilities. I was shocked when I got the NFL. I, I especially think it was that way when Dan played. You, you know what I mean? Like, no. it, it, it's better now than it was back then.
6: When sure. did I tell you the story? I told you the story, I think, yesterday about when I was taking trips, you know, when I uh, finished college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went to Kansas City. Right. And it was me. It was Ty Law. This defensive fan called Patrick. He was from Miami also. He was in Miami. And I can remember we're walking in and uh, Peterson, you know, the guy, you know, what was his name, Peterson, Carl Peterson?
5: Yeah, Carl was the uh, was director of player personnel. Right. So we walk in and we go into the facility and
6: uh, Patrick looks around like this. Man, it's the worst facility I've seen. Man, we got. I mean, my my facility in Miami is way better than this. I'm looking like, yeah. Do, then, do, you, do you want to get drafted? Yeah. Right, right. Ty loss says you're right, man. I mean, I, I can't even lift weights in here or anything. I'm quiet as a church mouse. You know, both of them guys won the first round, though. But you know, it's just like crazy that they had the audacity to say that in front of you know the GM. That was crazy. yeah, man.
5: Know the room. Yeah, right, I'm with, right.
6: I'm with it. It. it was crazy.
5: Um, all right. So we know showing the size and we also know that, you know, they could be losing a lot of pieces here, including Javon Hargrave, James Bradbury, Brandon Graham, CJ Gardner Johnson, uh, TJ Edwards, Marcus Epps, Kaiser White. I'm sure I'm missing a couple of uh, Sue Joseph, those guys. So you talk about a lot of people that could be exiting. Um, right, 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 right. That's a challenge, no matter who is taking this thing home now. And the other thing I know that is going to frustrate Eagles fans is I don't know how different this is going to look from what they ran last year. Remember the blitz percentage. He was 29th in 2021 when he was the Bears coach. So, you know, therein maybe lies some of the frustration. Let me give you some of the defensive numbers from last year. They were eighth in points, second in total yards, first in pass, 16th against the run. Uh, and 17 in red zone defense. So that's what the Eagles, the Eagles were, I think areas they need to improve run defense and defending good quarterbacks leap out to me first and foremost.
7: And they can drop into a middle of the road defense and still have a tremendous volume of success. You know, it's okay to get younger if you do it right. If you do, and that's a big if because we know the draft is a hit or miss in a lot of cases. Um, but if they do it right, if he continues, if Howie continues on the course as he has the past two drafts, tap into the SEC, and I'll say even tap into the ACC. The ACC has a lot of big time players coming right. out of the ACC. You tap into those two conferences, you elevate the status of these young kids, even if they drop to a middle of the road defense and not this dominant defense that everybody wants them to be. Because, as I said earlier, because that offense basically is intact. How, think about how many teams in, in the NFL yearly have great success offense, but have average defenses. Right. You right. De- your offense can cover up a lot of deficiencies on your defense. People say, you know, our defense stinks. But we're 4-0. No, hey, right. nothing right. wrong with that, right? Ask Minnesota. And, and, yeah, and th- there you go. That's yeah. a prime example. Minnesota, great offense, explosive offense. Their defense was, I don't like to use the word, but that defense was trash. That zone defense that Ed Donatel played was flat out trash, and they got exposed but they had enough offense. How many come from behind games did they win on last possessions, last three minutes of a game? Because mm-hmm. of all that explosiveness, Dalvin Cook, you know, uh, the wide receivers they have, the tight end they have, they had everything. They had everything you want, and you can do that. You know, so for the people who are hemming and hawing about, oh my goodness, we're gonna we're gonna be trash, we're losing Brad but we're no, no, not necessarily so. You can find a way to keep a TJ Edwards. He's not gonna kill you. First and foremost, Marcus said, you can find a way to keep Epps. That's not bad. It's not yep. a bad thing. <clears throat> First and foremost, I said it a couple of weeks, I'll say it again. From what I know, this organization is going to do everything in its power to make sure C.J. does not walk out of that building. Okay, so that's where they're going to spend that big money. So if you solidify the back end of your defense with C.J., you still might have Darius Slay here, but you might have yep. two corners, new, two new corners, we don't know. You're still going to have some decent edge rushers. No, no. Better than average edge rushers in both Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick and yep. if Brandon Graham comes back, okay? You got a trio of young bodies in the middle. They may not be as dominant as Javon Hargrave, but you got to find out what that hog first-round pick can do. You got to play him sooner than later. You still have uh, Milton Williams in there. He's not bad in the trenches. That's so you got good. the pieces. You know what I'm saying? It's not bad. It's not bad at all. If they drop from top five defense to 15th or 16th and they still win 12, 13, 14 games, who's complaining? Right. You got to get to the dance. That's
6: all. You know what I'm saying? Then all you gotta you, do. Then you'll find your partner when you're in the dance, man. But at this point, you've got a blueprint. You see you you saw what beat you in the playoffs. You saw what beat you in the in, in the in the Super Bowl. Look at what they did. They went young. at the receiver, uh, at the uh, cornerback position. Yes. They went old at the wide receiver position. Yes, They can't sustain that with with, with the guys that have a receiver right now. You know what I'm saying? They know they're going to have to go out there and get better wide receivers. We have the wide receivers here. Yep. But we don't have the cornerbacks. We have, you know, one leaving. Mm -hmm. So we got to find somebody opposite of Slay. Somebody in reserves. I'm still not counting out Zach McPherson uh you know i still think that he'll be good enough to play out josh joe we still don't know about him he may have the opportunity to be okay too so i, I i'm 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 openly optimistic on the defensive side of the ball or right. what they already have there yes and
5: they just have to add to it yeah you just need to be timely you got to yeah. make some plays some big plays in big spots and and Get to the quarterback here and there, but also make some—you just make some plays more than anything else. And that look, one of the frustrations I get it with Eagles fans last year was that that the good quarterbacks really took them apart. I mean, yeah, they did. Take everybody apart. They take everybody apart. That's the thing I always want to point out to people. I'm like, what's Mahomes been doing his whole career? Just what he did in the Super Bowl. It's the same. You know, he it's just kind of, kind of have to live with some of that stuff to an extent. You're not all of a sudden going to make you know, Joe Burrow looked like he never played football before or, or or Patrick Mahomes. It's just not the way it works in that league. Those guys are great. They're great for a reason.
7: And and with the Eagles having four of the first 94 picks, if they spend a very minimum, three of those on defense, I'm okay with that. I have no yeah. problem with that whatsoever. I, you I think it's it probably the way it's movement Yeah. If two of the three are immediate starters, I have no problem with that. Yep, yep. And I yes, believe – uh, yeah, we'll critique them. We'll break it down. We'll speak negative when we have to. We'll speak positive when we have to. But that's okay. That's all right. It's what uh, it the is. The more the more we go on here,
5: the less likely it feels
7: like to me that Hargrave and Bradbury are back.
6: I think um, Hargrave is. Uh, he's already look. I don't know if you call it a leather as intent or whatever it is, but uh, word through the grapevine is that uh, Hargrave is about to sign with the with the Seattle Seahawks for sixty mil five years. You ago. Where'd you see that? Um, I heard it, I, I might've heard it on radio or I heard it on TV. Wanted to, but well, yeah, nothing's
5: official till the 15th, but yeah.
6: yeah, you can't do anything till the 15th, but you hear stuff like that all the time and I'm hearing it, it's almost a done, it's, it's, it's likely a
0: done deal Jeez. right now. No,
7: no, it's not Barrett. Because million. as we know, Barrett, as we know, you are not allowed to talk to players until official, <laughs> official day of March 15th. You know, okay. but it's amazing how at midnight on March 15th, all of a sudden these deals across the board are finalized, isn't it? Right. They right. Just come right. up with a number that both sides agree to right away. Soon as it's 12 1 a.m. on the first day of free agency. It's, it never ceases to amaze me over the last 10 years. You have yeah. 15 deals done on the first day of free agency. it is
5: amazing the way that happens. Hey, Alvin Kamara pled not guilty to conspiracy to commit battery and substantial bodily harm at a courthouse in Nevada. His schedule or his trial is scheduled for July 31st at 10 a.m., which means if found guilty, this is according to Ian Rappaport, uh, his discipline would come this season. So we're going to know likely if Kamara is going to be able to start the season or not, you know, once that trial begins, uh, where that stands, I don't know. I, mean, I don't see how pretty, that would be damning. Right. And I don't see how it went on this long. You know I don't either. Man? I don't
6: either. How is that possible?
5: Yeah. That happened last draft, right? Wasn't that where, when, when yes. it was the previous yes. season? Yeah. I don't now know how it's gone. That's like over a year and a half ago, bro. Yeah. it's a while ago. Yep. Yep. That's uh easy. It is. It's, it, it, it's pretty wild, man. Um, all right, when we come back, uh, we will continue uh, talking some Eagles. We will mix in some Sixers, as we did off the top of the show, some Phillies as well. We'll tell you what's going on with them today and what went down Barrett, yesterday also.
7: Barrett, you see, what, you see what Jay Owen says right here? I want you to read this three or four times while we're in the commercial break. Oh, geez. I want you to <laughs> no, read what on, Jay Owen Hold Owens on, hold on, hold
5: on. I'll get it. I'll get it. There we go. We need to stop bullying.
7: Dude. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. You and, you and Chris D are on my – my, my PR team, thank you very much. Thank you. Today's looking out for you, Gunner. Good, good job. Like, good work. I like Gunner you Jay. Two. That's right.
5: Uh, all right. Let's come back. We'll hit all those things. Don't go anywhere. Oh, we'll get their man. NFL segment coming up at two o'clock as well. We'll get into a bunch of other stuff birthdays, movies, all that stuff later. That's Derek. That's Barrett. I'm Rob. We are Sports State Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about pro action restoration. Yes. Here's the thing. If you have a home, you have a business, you have a property that you may own. And, and if you've been through this before, you know how harrowing can be. If you have it, be ready, okay? If you have smoke, if you have water, if you have smoke damage, it can be a really, really tough situation, trying situation. But Pro Action Restoration is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I could tell you that personally because I called them on a Saturday and they got right out to my parents' house and they cleaned up some really bad flooding in their basement. And the crew was professional. They were clean. The price was reasonable. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured, and they've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Pro-action restoration will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So, again, it could be water. It could be fire. It could be smoke damage, mold remediation. You name it. They can handle it. Give them a call. 610-623-3760. 610 610- 623 or online at ProActionRestoration.com That's ProAction.
3: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sports BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. Twenty-one plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C.
9: What's so special about Hero Bread? Soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
5: Restoration.com.
4: Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the steaks. And the steaks. Go to get your parlay on.
0: we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call.
9: Hi, everybody. My name's Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at Dry Tech. At Dry Tech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing, the second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you're having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online.
2: Jeff D'Ambrogio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrogio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years,
10: but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your social security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their social security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With
1: Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust.
5: back. Yes, we are. Hanging out with you all on this Thursday. We're Sports State, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. I'm Rob Ellis. Great to be with you guys as always. We appreciate if you could smash that like button. Uh All right, let's hit a couple things here, guys. We touched on it earlier, but the Sixers won last night. They beat the Heat. They play the Mavs tonight. Um, They had lost to the Heat two nights ago. They won one nineteen ninety six this really never felt like a competitive game. Um, no. I don't know about you guys. I got to the point in the fourth quarter where I was flipping around to like college basketball and looking at other stuff, but um, this is, there was the first game of a five game road trip. They're 40 and 21 on the season. They're nine and four without Embiid, which That's is right. interesting. Right. Uh, Maxi had 27, 10 of 17, seven assists, a Harden 23, seven and five. B ball, Paul, Paul Reed, 16 points, 14 rebounds. They played a lot of small ball. They started Harden, Maxi, Melton, Harris, and Tucker as the, as the center, basically. Um, great from the free throw line, 22 of 22. And they were 15 of 39, uh, from three. So they end up winning that game. Here's the weird story that sort of continues to persist. I don't know if you guys remember when the the Sixers played uh, the Knicks on Christmas, Woj broke this story that, uh, there's mutual interest between James Harden and the Houston Rockets, him going back there and, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And this thing just keeps picking up steam. Like the, um, the athletic had a story the other day of how the Rockets owner still loves him. And, uh, you know, even though it ended sort of acrimoniously, there was sort of the implied like, Hey, you, you know, this isn't goodbye. It might be so long, you know, whatever, and we might see again and all this other stuff. He has a player option to get out of his deal. I think he's making like 35 this year or something like that. He can opt out after this year. So if he wanted to go to Houston, he could. I, I guess the question I have for you guys. So there's two. One, you really want to win a championship and you're James Harden. What are you doing, number one, even considering going back to Houston? Because you can always, you're you going to be retired soon enough and you can live there the rest of your life if you love Houston that way. Like a king. Right. So that's one. And then the second part I have is if you're Houston, and even if that owner is, is like Daryl Morey, where you're in love with James Harden, you're trying to rebuild this. You have a bunch of kids playing in the hopes that they get better. What do you want a 35-year-old James Harden on that team for who's clearly not the same player that he was? So I, I don't get it from either perspective.
6: I think they're trying to press the issue and force a renegotiation to you know for an extension uh, that that's the only thing i can see from it other than that you know i mean it's 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 great it's great that they you know that he and his agent formulated this just to get things going to get things stirred up for him so you know cuz he didn't want to go why would he want to go anywhere right now he can p- compete here continue to compete and know he can get some more money out of the uh, out of the 76ers
5: yeah, I, 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 Barrett. I think that makes the most sense. If this is just all a negotiating ploy, yes, he's going to opt out, and he's going to want more than the thirty-five, the the, the the cheap discount he gave him last year, thirty-five million. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Not much else does. Derek, you get this?
7: First of all, if 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 respected publications like the Athletic and all this stuff have gotten wind of this stuff. There's got to be some truth behind the back doors. And if it's somebody close to Harden, a family member, his um, agent or somebody. If James Harden signs with Houston next season, I guarantee you the NBA NBA is going to be doing some investigation for tampering. I guarantee yep. you because this stuff keeps coming out. So there's going to be a tampering investigation in, in that regard. From a Houston perspective, if you can bring a James Harden back I think that's an instant draw for fans because people still love James Harden down there. What do you want to do? Put more people in the seat, in the seats. You get them? That's fine. If I'm James Harden, I come out and I squash this right now in front of the media. Anytime I'm asked about this, did you hear me say I want to go back to Houston? Okay, then enough said. I don't care where it's coming from. You have not heard me. Well, do you want to stay in Philadelphia? That will be dictated later this summer. That's all you got to say. Yes, yeah. squash it. But has James has James Harden said anything definitively about not wanting to go back to Houston? Because if it if he has not, then it's the questions are going to keep coming, because he has not squashed this yet. Even if it is true, even if it, if in your your last fiber you want to go back to where you have a home, where you have comfortable, your family, and all that good stuff, you squash it for now. You focus on nothing other than playing the best you can possibly play and helping his team get as far as it can possibly go in the NBA playoffs because this season is going to be over soon enough. And whether he's here or somewhere else, James Harden is still going to make a minimum $35 million next year to play mm-hmm. basketball. So put, put, so put the kibosh on this now. And just don't even put your teammates in that situation because, you know, media is going to, hey, what do you think about the possibility of James Harden going back to Houston? Man, we're trying to get through a season. I don't care what James does in July. I'm trying to focus on the season. You don't need that locker room distraction. Mm -hmm. Put the kibosh on this now, man.
6: No, I I think James has done masterfully at keeping the buzz about James Harden. I mean, that's what you do when you're a player like that. You want to keep the buzz. You know, I mean, squash what? He hasn't said a word. He has not denied it. He has not said it's true. So, you know, to him, he's just using that as – we're talking about it right now. So that means that, you know, it's going to make him look better either way it goes, whether he's going – whether he wants to go back or whether he wants to stay. He wants to compete or he wants to just go back with some young bucks. Either way it goes, we're talking about it. And uh, it's kind of forcing the 76ers' hand when it does come time for uh, negotiations. You heard about that buzz –
7: you, know? you don't think they already knew that before this season? There's a possibility he could jettison out of here. Absolutely. You, I'm, I'm, if they're smart, they've been talking about this since the season tipped off. Number one, his agent would ask for it. I, I get, even, but even if you do, even if there's a, a part of you that wants to go back, I'm saying for right now, the immediate, the present, and the immediate future, you put that on the back burners. Man, don't ask me about Houston. I play for the Philadelphia 76ers. That's all I know today. You, you ain't lying. Who do you play for today? 76ers. I didn't say I didn't want to go back to Houston. You can't come back to me in July and say, I didn't say I never told you I didn't want to go back. I told you I played for the Sixers today. Yeah. You got to tell him.
5: Well, I'll tell you that. the other thing. I'm not paying him any more than this. Like, like right. dude, no. Houston, Houston's going to pony up 40 for you. See you later, James. And he's had a nice year for them. I, I, I like the way he's, he's adapted and adjusted his game. Yes. But I'm not paying him 40 million at this age. And giving them three, four years, it's not happening.
7: No, no. <laughs> I already hard. got old man. I already got old man PJ Tucker on my roster. I don't. Need, I don't want to have a Geritol team for another two years. For another two years. For another I two, want, two another years. Year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, James. This is all we can offer you. You know, we appreciate what you gave to our our, our organization in less than two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't give the ring. We just got to try to go in a different direction now. Good well, luck to you, in Houston. Both you and Robert. Have always told me,
6: hmm. you got to stay an assassin. You always got to stay an assassin. You always got to keep your name relevant. That's true. Do what you got to do? Never leave anybody. Um, never leave anybody in in bad blood, bad faith. Make that's sure right. you make sure you cross your T's, dot your eyes, Brooksy. Both right. of y'all have told me. So that's well, what he's doing you,
5: get, <laughs> you, do, you, you mean, gotta talk, it up it's it always is it's a in our business it's crazy like I see so many people that are just like they want to detonate places and we we know guys who have done that it makes no sense to do that
7: no <laughs> always leave doors open man even even leave. if you're right you you never yeah. know when you may have to come back and cross paths with somebody yeah. you burn it may be in a position to hire you for something you really want and won't even consider you, even if you are better than the competition, because I of da what da. you did to them before. Out of not Absolutely. Well Plain said. All
5: right. I wanted to hit you guys with this. It's, it's, it's an NBA, not six or related story, but have you seen some of this stuff with John Morant and some of the off the field, off the court stuff that's been going on with him? No. Mm. What's that? All right. So there, there's a lot actually Um the, the Washington post, yesterday had details of an incident where he's accused of punching a teenager several times in the head and flashing a gun. Um, his agent refutes it by the way. Um, and, and at, at the time, Ja filed a report that his family was threatened. Um, there was an alleged incident at a mall where Ja and a bunch of his friends showed up uh, at a shoe store after his mom got into a dispute with one of the clerks. Security was called, and Ja allegedly threatened one of the guards. No arrests were made. Uh, there was also an incident where Ja's buddies were at a game against Indiana and they got tossed out of the game for arguing with the Pacers bench. Then apparently, these guys went out into the parking lot, waited for these the the coaches and players and we're pointing like the kind of lasers that you have on guns at the Indiana ben, uh, bus. So like, there's a lot of sort of entourage, not to say that Ja hasn't been involved in some of these things too, but like weird stuff, you know, like he got into it with Shannon Sharp. Uh, his father gets into it with people on the court all the time. Like there's a lot of stuff that's starting to build with him. And i hmm. I really hope that this dude's not headed down the wrong path because I love watching him play. But it seems like there's some stuff happening here with him that could be uh, troubling or headed down the wrong road, I guess, more than anything else.
7: Some of these high profile athletes, man, especially young guys, and it's hard to do because these are your boys, you know. But when you become an icon like that, a public figure, you know, whether you're, you're an athlete, but you're also a prominent businessman. You have to sever ties. You have to sever ties with people, man. I've done it in my life, Barrett's done. You have to sever ties with some people that could that could tarnish your name, yeah.
6: even if they are your you, boys. You just keep coming. You
7: just keep coming back to me, though. What?
6: <laughs>
7: oh, okay. Ah, okay. I said you did. Ah, I like that, Mister Brooks. Oh, you. No, no, off. no. Ah.
6: No, but seriously, you, you're right, though, man. You, you got to know when to say when. And if they're your boys, they understand. If they don't understand, then they're not really your boys. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah.
6: You can't do that, man. You you can't allow, you know, you've worked your butt off to get to a point in your life. And your boys might be the same way. They might work their way. You might be that guy. You know, you might be the guy that's causing all the trouble. You
7: got to know when to say when, man. You know, sometimes, you know, they don't have your best interest at hand. Yep. Yeah. Didn't didn't Iverson go through that? Being surrounded by people that were. Correct. What do you mean? didn't go through that. You mean yeah. going through what that? What about yeah. Sean Jackson? Didn't he have uh, an auntie? Michael Vick. Michael Vick.
6: A, A, many, A. many an Stady. athlete. Yeah, right. A. 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 Athlete for... And I understand why though, because like, you these guys were with you back when you didn't have anything. That's right. Right. Now you have something. Well, they think you have something. And now you it's almost like you're old to 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 you know at least be around. I, I'm like, look. Well, I can't do it. I can't
7: do it. Not yeah. only that, Barrett, but you've opened doors to your boys that, that could never be opened to them before. Now they had parties hanging out and and, and and sit next to NBA players and other entertainers and rappers and stuff. They get access to tickets or games that they normally wouldn't get access to. You've you've also elevated their status right. being a part right. of that entourage. And unfortunately, they do things that that affect that affect your name. Yep. You know, and and sometimes Absolutely. you gotta take a step back and say, you know what? And I know you I know you're gonna say I changed and I, you know, and I and I sold out and all stuff, but you know what? It's my career. I'm talking right. about here. This is right. And, you know, and, and if you can't you can't control yourself, mm-hmm. I can't have you in this, I can't have you in this circle. I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. No,
7: listen, and I hear you that. shouldn't
6: want, you shouldn't want to be in my
5: circle acting like that. Exactly. You should yeah. know about it. Yeah. But you got to be strong enough to, to to cut some ties, man. And, and it, Unless you're that guy, though. yeah, Right. And that's yep, the thing. Yep. Yeah. job ja better check himself if he is that guy because it, it does not end well. I can promise you that. Uh, that's for sure. So Kevin Durant made his debut last night, guys. Uh, had 23 points in 27 minutes. The, uh, the Suns beat the Hornets, who they should beat, but they beat the Hornets last night, 105-91. Devin Booker went off. 37 points in that game. I just think about the way he's going to benefit from from having you know a guy like Duran out there. It's just going to open things up for for Devin Booker. And now all of a sudden you look at the west and and the Sixers are playing the Mavericks tonight, but you look at the the Western Conference right now, Denver, Memphis, Sacramento. I don't know if people realize that Sacramento is a three seed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Denver's 4 or I'm sorry, Phoenix is 4. Golden State five, the Clippers six, Dallas is seven. They're only 32 and 31. To put it in perspective, the Sixers are 40 and 21. Uh, Utah nine, Uh, the Minnesota eight, Utah nine, and New Orleans 10. The Lakers right now are 11 with a banged up LeBron uh, on the outside looking in. But uh, I see Phoenix doing some serious climbing here. Like could potentially get up to maybe like the number Mm -hmm. two seed. It wouldn't surprise me.
7: I don't know which team I like better, uh, Phoenix with with Durant or, or Dallas with Kyrie. Now, I I think both of those teams, with just the addition of those two players, are going to, you know, we look at we look at Denver as that number one team. I don't know if Denver, one of those two teams, will probably oust Denver. I think, to be honest with you, I, 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 I I'm with you. Yeah, I, you know, Golden State. I, you know, Golden State, I, I keep waiting for them to turn the corner, but they've shown they're an average team. For whatever reason, they're just this average team record-wise. But Golden State is still that sleeper assassin to me. When the playoffs come around, all of a sudden, they get back to being a the sharpshooter they were and, and start. I think the West is going to be fascinating to watch in terms mm-hmm. of who, who, who survives that that shootout. And I mean, five or six teams, any one of five or six teams could emerge as a conference champion. You don't think it's a foregone conclusion now with, with – um... With with, Durant.
6: with with Durant being the, with the Suns, I mean, I like their chances. I, I, I think they're. Not, Steve, I, uh, I, was I, I probably put
5: them at number one now.
6: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even with even with you know, with Joker, man, they just I just think that they got too much with the Suns right now.
7: That's what I'm thinking. I don't disagree with you, but like I said, I never count out a Steph Curry team. Yeah, steps
5: Steph's coming back. I think this week they're hopeful
7: right. Yeah. right, right. I, I like I like Denver, but when I watch Denver play, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not for a number one seed. That when we look at Boston, we go, man, they got everything. They got defense, <laughs> offense, they got transition game. Their second squad, most first teams. I don't say that when I look at Denver, right, right. As well right, as Denver's right. played, I don't, I don't, I don't say that. You know, yeah, I hear you. Uh, so, Sixer wise,
5: knowing what they have this month, knowing where they are in the standings and uh, you know, just to look at the East again, uh, it's Milwaukee half game up on Boston. Milwaukee's one sixteen 16 in a row, man. Uh, and, and then it's the Sixers four and a half back in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's yes. scorching right now. We know what Boston is and they own the Sixers three and all against them. Any chance, any chance that they can, uh, they can crack those codes come playoff time. Um,
6: I, I, Like I keep saying, health is the only issue. If, 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 this, if this Sixers team can stay healthy, man, I think they can run with just about anybody. And, and in order for them to do that, they're going to have to sit Harding, sit Embiid, and let those young guys formulate a little chemistry with themselves, formulate chemistry with the guys that they're going to be playing with, you know, during the playoffs. If they can do that, I really like our chances because I really think that, I, you know, there's no way you can stop Embiid. There's no way you can stop him. He's gonna give it to you. I think now Harden's gonna be that guy that they can look to to take that shot because you can see it already happening. Even though he missed the shot two games ago against Miami, I'll take him shooting that all day. I'll take that. So I really think that we'll be able to compete, even with you know, because I mean, I didn't, I never thought that Milwaukee would be a sharp shooting team like that. Yeah. I didn't think they would be an outside scoring team. That's added another level to an already great game that they have. Them shooting from the outside has really, you know, got me kind of, you know, like, like, oh, uh, you know what I mean? It, even I think there might be even better than watching uh, the Celtics right now.
7: And they go out and get another defender in Jay Crowder.
5: Right. That's, that's a nice
7: addition too, by the way. Great addition. Great addition. I, I just, I just think the only way Milwaukee or Philadelphia or anybody can beat the Celtics is, is if they get that seventh game on their floor. If if Boston is the number one seed, I don't see anybody beating Boston in a seven-game series. And Devo- Boston has that deciding seventh game on their home floor. I just yeah. don't.
5: Just the way they defend.
7: Yeah, you know, I just, just don't. The they, de- they,
5: de- they defend. That's for sure. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But the it, one one thing,
6: though, you know mm-hmm. I mean? I, I, I don't expect Al Horford to be scoring 15, 20 points a game throughout the playoff.
7: But he did it last year.
6: That, he did, he, he, <laughs> 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 he was a. I mean, he, he put a nail in the, this year. Put he, a nail. In the,
5: he's the guy that could put a nail in the coffin, man. A
7: couple of he's big the, shots
5: last night too. I, yeah. I don't know, man. Suddenly, he's really found the range from three.
7: He's got the most you unorthodox know. jump shot no, I've ever like, seen it's like in a my life. Slow motion. I hate it, man. Yeah. I hate it, man.
5: Yeah.
6: And, and, and then you know, because you could, you can, you can slow down Tatum. You can slow down Brown. But when you – when I mean, when I see – whenever White and Horford get involved in the game, that's when it just goes overboard after that. You know what I'm saying? When those two get involved, that's when it goes overboard because, you know, White can shoot – he can shoot the lights out, man. He can shoot the lights out. You know, I thought, you know, Brogdon would be that guy. He's he's, he's, he's good, but I just – I hate when White and Horford get involved in the game because they seem to – tip over the game after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
5: It's it's hard to stop them there. Well, it's this is the kind of, I think, a tipping point season for the Sixers in that if you don't get beyond the second round. Blow it up. You got to look at the coach. You got to look at Joel. You got to look at letting uh, Harden, if he opts out, walk. I mean, you're talking about, you could have massive turnover with this team if they don't get beyond the second round. Now, you get to a conference final. You losing seven games or a champ NBA championship, that's different. But if you're at the same level you have been every year, he's done. They're they they got to change it up, man.
6: Right, right. we we'll do well. How do you change that up? Do you
5: you let Embiid Ch- test I, the market? I don't know how he's gonna react if they don't get out of the second round. You know, unless it's right. Unless it's he's injured again. And, and he, you know, and you know that plays a big part of this thing with him. You just he's got to stay healthy. But if, if that's what it is, it's different. But yeah, I, Barrett, I don't know how you don't explore. Like I, I truly believe the Sixers haven't looked to move on from him at all uh in his career. But this may be the first time where you you hang a for sale sign on him. Ooh, it's very possible. Dang, ooh, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I, I don't know. I mean, well, I, well I'll ask you guys. What do you do? How do you? How, how can you? And I'm not. I'm not blaming him. Like I heard some craziness today. I was when I was driving around a little bit, right. like talk talk radio, where people are saying, "See, they play better without Embiid." Like it's one game. No, it's, like, right, 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 right. One game. But so I'm not saying that. But I'm just trying to think what. You know, what do you do? What's what's the drastic measure, the extreme that you go
7: to? Well, you could also say. I wrote the stat down, and you said it earlier in the show: the nine and four without Embiid. Is that a telling tale that this team – they play a faster game without Embiid.
6: I, I said and that I, last year. Yeah, I said that last yeah. year.
7: And I think Embiid slows down Tyrese Maxey in a lot of ways. Yeah. In in his overall game. And, and um, Harris does too. And Harris, yep. Um, but, wow, to think – to, to put a for sale sign on Joel – at this stage i i don't know who depends on what you can get back for him i guess rob or, you know do you like you said do you gut the team and try to rebuild around him again with a different type of personnel but who would be buying at this point uh that's a good point i
6: don't know because right now you know you look at guys like him you look at guys like davis those big men aren't doing much
5: right yeah, now. yeah you want wings you want to build around wings yep yeah yep. yeah so... everybody's
6: looking for those shooters and speed get out on the get on on the break yeah. Rebound, play defense. You know, it's become a different type of game now. And you know, and I I, I hated to admit, you remember that Hinky drafted three centers in a row. <laughs> in a row. Yeah. And the just, game you, was transitioning you just,
5: in. You just punch Rob right in the gut. I know. and Joel and Okafor. <laughs> <laughs> oh Um, yeah. <laughs> But the, I, the two names that you brought up are great examples, not only because they're big, because they're injury prone.
6: Yes. You know, yes. as much
5: as people kill and beat Anthony Davis, is always hurt, man. Always, he's he a walking more than Anthony Davis does. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's the other risk that you're incurring if you're a team and you trade for them. It's like, uh, are, are they going to be what? What capacity are they still going to be playing in two or three years? And and in the media future, are they going to be able to get through a season? It's, it's really tough, man. It's really tough, and you Real know, I, Tone asked the question. You know, are it better to move on a year early than a year too late? And, and we've seen teams wait too long in, in certain times, and you just don't get the same kind of value that you would. I think that's why you have to at least think about it this year. If they don't, I, and don't get me wrong, I don't want this construed as like I'm lay, laying all this on and beat. I'm not. Right, right. I, right. I just want to. I'm just trying to figure out what you do and how do you. I, I want to figure out who. Where do you?
6: Who would want him? Like, if he goes to – if he goes somewhere like the Suns. Right. They could work with it because you got outside shooters. But if he goes somewhere like um, maybe Dallas, both of those guys drive to the bucket too much. And they have the ball in their hands constantly. You, you know, so he wouldn't work there. Um, can't go anywhere like Miami, won't work there. I mean – the only place he could probably go, he, he could go to <sighs> maybe 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 he goes up there and, and plays, you know, they they ship green here and you know send him to the Warriors.
3: Okay. I don't know.
5: Yeah, yeah. I I need more than that at this point with Draymond, but I hear you.
7: The tone says better you. to move on a year earlier than a year too late. Well, that's, yeah, that's that's right. true. Yeah. That is true. But yeah. also if you if you if you start talking about Sending and beat elsewhere and rebuilding this team. We're gonna be sitting here talking about the equivalent of a Flyers team.
5: Uh, right, exactly. And empty
7: okay. empty seats and wow. the opposition having Does anybody more have the, the stomach? Stadium. Yeah, do you have the yes. stomach
5: for that? Yeah, I know. Can wow. you
7: imagine a nationally televised game and you got more Knicks fans or Nets fans in the stands in Philadelphia than you do Sixers fans?
6: Where's Hinky when we need him? Exactly, <laughs> He's in hiding somewhere. Uh, he can rip it uh, apart. Uh, Let me show you how to do this, fellas. Yeah, I can rip this joint apart. <laughs> oh my God! All
5: right, all right. let's uh, come back to some NFL. Uh, we'll jump around a bunch of them. more on the uh, Jalen Carter situation. Uh, Mike McCarthy chimes in about the play calling uh, in Dallas and how that may affect Dak Prescott. Uh, interesting story on a, an old Joe Montana jersey and what that went for at an auction. Mm-hmm. We'll dig in all of it when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Time to talk about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any types of issues with trees in your yard or on your property, they're just a quick phone call away, and they're experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, south Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flint Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, get storm hurricane season upon us, right? And it's going to get nastier. You would think we're probably going to get that last push here this winter. It's a good time right now, when it's pretty mild, to get your trees evaluated. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work or more information. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at flyntreeservices.com. That's flyntreeservices.com.
4: Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes.
0: we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in
9: an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Hi, everybody. My name's Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at Dry Tech. At Dry Tech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing, the second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs, and then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give Dry Tech a call or check us out online.
2: Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrogio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event we all
10: know that taxes are just part of life it's true during our working years but also in retirement but what you might not know is up to 85 percent of your social security benefits might be taxed our team at thrive financial has helped retire thousands of people across the delaware valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask including how their social security benefits might be taxed it's time to be proactive on taxes get your thrive retirement tax playbook today Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand.
1: With Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action News and AccuWeather, the team you trust.
5: Uh-oh. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. God, are you muted? No, I'm not. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk some NFL. Let's talk it. Let's do it. Uh, Jalen Carter. Uh, he was charged in uh, in part for racing and some other things in that fatal crash. That occurred. It was actually the night of the parade, the celebration that they had, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, University of uh, Georgia. And uh, one of his teammates passed, as did a a, an employee of the uh, the football program. Uh, Others were injured. He initially told uh, the uh, police that he was not driving alongside of them. He was, I think, for at one point he said he was in an apartment and heard the noise. Then he said he was driving behind them, and the story has changed quite a bit but he was charged and he's back at the combine. Now uh, the other piece to this thing is the, the young lady who passed, who was driving, racing one of the cars was, uh, was drunk as well. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just an awful story all around, man. And I, I I actually think the timing of this from his perspective, if he can get the word out um, and trying, if he, if he truly isn't, you know, didn't, didn't mislead anybody and get the word out here and, clarify things and i give him credit for going back there and speaking to the teams maybe it helps him to some degree but in terms of the draft and it's hard to even look at things in those terms when somebody passed away but you know here's the thing it's not a good look it's just not a good look for Uh him any way you slice it and uh yeah the other the other thing is one of the guys who i think was involved in this but um it was just injured in, in the crash i think also in February, got picked up for racing charges as well. Did you, did you see that? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing here, man? It's, I
6: mean, you know, young guy got all this money, got a souped up car, you know, that, I mean, the, 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 Jeep that he had has a Hellcat engine in it. Yeah. And that Joker runs. Yeah. It hauls behind and, you know, big guys want to run small cars and run fast me on my I, I i don't race i don't have the heart to race yeah you got to have something about you to go out there no. and race somebody no. mm-hmm.
7: how many of these stories nationally do we have to see year in and year out about prominent figures um, dying in car crashes and stuff like that you know
3: for that matter
7: not even prominent figures but we see the stories all the time the horrific stories all the time of people Dying in car crashes, flying up and down highways, and taking innocent people out. Why don't we yeah. ever learn our lessons yeah. from this stuff? I just yeah. it's one thing to be out on a dirt road by yourself doing it, but you're in downtown of a big city and you're racing up and down streets like that. What if somebody walked out in front of you? You can't yeah. stop at yep. that and, point. And, and, oh, and, no and, shot, no ch- no chance. You know. That person's
6: getting plowed. I mean, there's no yeah, chance. I mean, look at the kid Riggs in jail right now, killed oh, Henry Ruggs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rugs, you um, look at um, I mean, even Big Red's son, you know, driving. driving.
7: Oh, my goodness, he's in jail now. Yep, yep. he's in yes,
6: jail. He is. Uh, um, we do you tell about um, Brown played here with Reggie Jerome Brown. Yeah, I mean, a vehicle man is 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 dangerous, bro. And yep. I just think you can just go out there and wield it. I mean,
5: sometimes you just you drive is wielded like a weapon.
8: Mm-hmm.
5: So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dan says he had a uh, grand national and uh, G- Jerome had a grand national. He had a vet. Sorry to say. We had did a vet, yeah. yeah, it was not smart. Yeah, I, I know. It's sad. It is, it is. It's that that situation. Jerome lost his life. His nephew lost his life for it. Um, you know, the, this, this this the the girl and the, and the player both lost their lives for it. It's just not worth it, man. The rush that you get racing is not worth the downside of this thing. It's just not.
6: First, oh, put first, a control first of all, circumstance. Put, mm-hmm. do it in a control area. Go to a racetrack. You can do that. Yeah.
7: You know. Yeah. First of all, Jalen Carter had a, a, a truck with a Hellcat engine. Where'd he get? It? You know his agent fronted it fronted it to him. That's what these agents do. Front these guys, these big potential, big money guys with money, yep. jewelry. Oh, it's not like so, that anymore. What do you mean it's not like that anymore? It's not like that
6: anymore. These guys get the uh, name, image, and likeness.
5: Yeah, they already have yeah. the money. Yeah.
6: yeah. They yeah. got millions yeah. Millions right now, uh, right now, you look at um, what's his name? Just going, going to quarterback, going to Texas. He signed a three million dollar uh, or oh, uh, Arch- uh Arch- Manning, Manning kid, yeah, yeah, three million dollar deal to go to Texas. Mm-hmm. Three million, bro. I couldn't even afford oodles
7: and noodles. It was barely, it was tough. He had, he had the oodles, but no noodles,
6: yeah, you know, hamburger helper with no hamburger, yeah, you know. And, and look at this, I can remember going to, to McDonald's, they used to have. Um, thirty-five cent hamburger days, thirty-five cent, and it was no cheese on them—just hamburgers for thirty-five cent.
8: Mm-mm. I go
6: buy me like seven dollars, eight dollars worth of hamburgers, and go to this to get that cheese. I mean, you could you could literally light that cheese on fire and it still wouldn't melt. Mm-hmm. It just turned brown; it wouldn't even uh-huh. melt. Uh-huh. Yeah,
7: it's true. It's that government cheese, <laughs> but, bruh,
6: I ate good, man. I ate hamburgers. I ate, you know that's why I got an ironclad stomach now.
5: Bruh. That's right. It was good training. Yeah. (laughs) We ain't ain't, ain't talking about Ironclad. Well, we'll we'll see what ends up happening there. Let let me give you this one. Uh, Rashad Bateman, who was the the Ravens' 2021 first-round pick. Receiver. uh, Receiver. So he fires off a tweet. Um, How about you, uh, regarding the uh, Ravens and and GM Eric DaCosta, he said, how about – you play to your players' strengths and stop pointing the finger at us and number eight, meaning Lamar Jackson. Blame the one you let do this. We take heat 24-7 and keep us healthy, care about us, and see what happened. Ain't no surprises, though. Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. So basically, DeCosta on his problems draft receivers, he said, if I had an answer, I prob- it, it w- that would probably mean I would have uh, gotten some better receivers. We'll keep swinging. He was asked about that at the combine. Mm. So then Bateman fire, <laughs> fires that off.
7: Man, these players nowadays, they're joking on social media, man. I'm, telling you, I'm trying to figure out how much money he's got guaranteed in his contract.
5: I'm, I'm, ba- I'm actually looking that up right now as we <laughs> speak. See how much – yeah, because it could be a real short it. tenure there. Uh, so last year he played seven games, Oof. 15 catches, two, 285 yards, and two touchdowns for uh, – for welcome to the sports take
6: <laughs> by Ocean Casino
5: Barrett Brooks, <laughs> Derek
6: Gunn, Rob so, Ellis. So let's Rashad see, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, <laughs> he's so played for, 19
5: games in two years and, and, and only caught 61 balls for 800 yards and three touchdowns. He and better you better be tired.
6: What do you know? That's he will he will be sitting next to one of us in just a little while. Damn, man, T so minus his, his base, 15 minutes from now.
7: His base salary for 23 is 1.805 million. Pro rated bonus is 1.630 million. He has no roster bonus money coming, no per game, no workout bonus money, no other bonus. Guaranteed salary for this upcoming season for Bateman is is only 1.8. Hey man, I hope you can spread that 1.8 out over the next 20 years, bro. You might need <laughs> it, man. Yeah, you might need it. Yeah. Weird, weird move. See, that's I am so glad that I grew up without that
6: social media stuff, bro. Well, yeah. you, know, you been fired so off stuff? No, I'm just glad oh. I wasn't because um, just little things, man. You know, I mean, I I'm glad I didn't play the advent. The advent of camera phones was later in my career, like right. maybe, yeah. You know, I, I was a year nine, ten when camera right. phones came out. Right. I know for a fact that in my first five years in the NFL, if there was camera phones, oh my goodness, half the NFL would have been gone. They'd been <laughs> out. I mean, it'd been done. It'd been yeah. done, bro. It'd been. Oh,
7: Barry said he taking everybody out.
6: Bruh, I'm just saying, bro Like, like the little, little stupid dog. One time, look at listen to this. It's it's me, Ricky Waters, Fred McCrary, Charlie Garner, and. Uh, Chris T. Jones. Okay, we jump in Ricky Waters' suburban. He had a nice suburban. Had it tricked out. It was an older suburban, but he had tricked out mm-hmm. purple, nice rims on it. It Was like it was. It, he was on seventeen because we didn't have twenties back then. It was on seventeen. We're down at uh, what is that? What is that club down on? On um, what is it called, man? Delilah's. Okay. The, he parks. Right in front of the club, um, underneath the light, so the light could shine on the the, the purple. Interior? Yeah, okay. We leave out maybe an hour and a half later, and it's gone. They stole it from in front of the club, (laughs) underneath the light. (laughs) Can you believe that?
7: Uh, I mean, underneath the light. You know how many players used to go over to Delilah's after practice and stuff? Right, bro. Not a good place to be, man. I'm telling you. First of all, it's in a bad area. That shopping plaza, That look, Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! second of all, second of all, do you not think Eagles fans frequent that place and know who you are as soon as you walk in?
6: There was no camera fans though. Camera.
7: Fans. Well, now, now there is.
6: So look at this. Also, I can remember we used to pull up like it was. The, it was the summertime. And we were working out together. It was me, Fuller. He parked there, Willie T. We were coming to do workouts uh, in the summertime. So I pull in. I have a, um, I got a Suburban. Fuller, William Fuller, he has a Land Cruiser. Nice Land Cruiser. I remember first time I ever seen a brush guard painted the same color as the, uh, as the Land Cruiser. Mm-hmm. Really nice, man. Really mm-hmm. nice. Willie T, I forget what Willie T, I think he had a Mercedes or something. We go downstairs, we work out, you know, everything, go to the indoor workout, come back. And it was two places you could park. You park in the front, you could park on the side. So I parked in the front. I knew I parked in the front. So I go downstairs, finish my work, I'm coming upstairs. The guy is a security guard at the front. That old man, he was probably around 82, 83 years old. I come up the steps, he said, Hey, you should have paid your bill. Oh no. I said, What? You should have paid your bill. I'm looking at, I don't, I don't I'm going to leave this dude alone. I ain't even going to say nothing. I'm just going to leave him alone. Yeah, I'm just going to keep on walking. He tells Fuller the same thing. You guys should pay your bills. You ain't been paying your bills. I'm like, what is he talking about paying bills? So I go to the one side where I think I parked, where I know I parked my truck. I said, all right, I parked over here. I looked over. No suburban. Like, oh my What's gosh, going on? Man. So I say, all right, maybe I parked on the other side. I walked to the other side. It's not over there either. So I run in like, "Yo, somebody stole my truck!" Uh, uh-uh, somebody, you didn't pay your bill. The guy came in a uh, a yellow, a,
5: a repo guy, or
6: yeah, a repo guy came in a yellow, um, uh, a, a yellow tow truck with a painted on AAA sign in light blue. Oh my god! It's yellow and a light blue uh, painted. I'm like, you didn't think to say or call or say something, to somebody? Yeah. And it got five trucks in the span of 45 minutes. Oh Go. my God. From out of Go. the front in, in security in our parking lot at the vet.
5: Oh my God.
6: Five trucks. Yeah. What
5: Go. the heck?
6: <laughs> from out of
5: did the, you, did you, you get that head. guy fired? I hope at least.
6: Bro, I didn't even say anything. Yeah, I at that point, you just worry about your car. I didn't have a, I didn't have a good temper. I wasn't a nice guy then. I, I, I'd have, I'm, I... jeez. I knew I'd be in trouble. I, I I wouldn't be able to go to heaven if I'd have said something man. So I
5: left him alone. You would have been a heathen. That, yeah, that, so that, ain't, that
7: heathen. ain't the only reason you wouldn't have gone to heaven.
5: <laughs> One of, yeah, I hear you. Oh boy. Um, all right. Mike McCarthy said that uh, him taking over the play calling will be good for Dak to have a fresh yeah.
7: voice. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Ask Aaron Rodgers about that. He got you okay. fired in Green Bay. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that. Huge I'm fan. About I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for you, Mike.
8: There you Call
6: go. Call every play. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And I, I, and I hope it's 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 way too late till you figure out you're not supposed to be doing this. we will be way too late in the season.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well,
7: the more,
6: the more Mike
5: it, McCarthy can be involved, the better for me. Yes,
6: most
7: definitely. It's funny how Jerry Jones spends the most money on the you know, stadium at the time, that Arlington Stadium got the premier practice. I still can't get past that practice facility they that new one they built with a 12,000 seat stadium on it and all these amenities. He spends this money and can't get a sniff going deep into the playoffs in the last 20 something years. Mm-hmm. And then you put Mike McCarthy in charge. And if that wasn't bad enough, you're now turning the play calling over to him again. You get exactly what you deserve in 2023.
8: Mm-hmm. I'm go ahead, Hughes Mike.
7: Carlos play. You're a I'm a huge fan, fan. I'm uh, a huge fan. Is yes, I'm a huge oh, okay. fan. I am too. This year, yeah. go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, and Yeah. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> um, all right, couple couple other uh, odds and ends here um, around the NFL. The the uh, Buccaneers have, uh, who are 55 million above the salary cap threshold, uh, are expected to re- release Cameron Brait. He uh, carries a five million dollars salary Ooh. cap hit. Yeah, and, and apparently that's going to be uh, one of several moves coming before March 13th at four Ooh. o'clock uh, when you have to be compliant with the cap. They've also informed Leonard Fournette this week that he be released. That'll save him three point five. Um, I kind of like Braid a little bit. I, I he's a guy. If I needed a tight end, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, he was I, the I best tight end last
6: him. year. Yeah, he's been the best tight end the past five years, even with. Um...
7: A.J.
3: Howard there. Well, when
7: Gronk so, was there, he was second to Gronk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're already $55 million under the cap, and you're letting go of Braid and Fournette? Over there. Over, oh, the over. Oh, oh, over, over the cap. Oh, over the cap. Wait. Tampa. Over the cap. I over. think they yeah, were, what, have... the team I said yesterday was in cap purgatory. Yeah, no. The one no, they're in cap trouble. Yeah, they're That's in cap hell. Purgatory, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Over. Yeah, they're the worst. They're figuring out $56.531 million over uh, uh, over the cap.
5: Right. Yes. Now. I. And by the way, I don't want any parts of Fournette. I know people want the thumper kind of back. I think the guy's cooked.
8: He is cooked. Really? I'm good. Oh yeah.
6: Interesting.
5: You know, okay. since it was the end
8: of the year?
6: He couldn't do anything, man. He, he had no offensive line.
7: Yeah, no there, line. He was getting the crap out of
5: him. There's always conditioning issues with him. I'm um, I'm good.
6: Okay. Like, who was a back mm-hmm. you would look at? You know, there's a there's a lot of free agent backs come out, some pretty good free agent
5: backs. Yeah, I mean the to, issue partly is what like what's Kareem Hunt gonna cost? I,
6: I, he's gonna he's gonna too garner rich for some the money. Eagles blood, right? way too rich for you, And he's gonna garner mm-hmm. more than um more than uh Sanders, I would guess.
5: Wouldn't uh, you say that? I would agree with that. Oh, oh, so although here, Shady had better nu- or uh uh I'm sorry, Miles, Miles. had better numbers. Yeah, than, he did.
6: But he was behind, uh, you know, right now Saquon Barkley's probably the, you know, he's probably and Josh
5: Jacobs. I think they're one too, right? And then yeah. what, what, what happens uh, to Tony Pollard?
7: Well, see, you also have I mean, this is a list of good backs, dude. You got Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, yeah. Josh Jacobs, Raheem, Raheem Oser, uh, Dante Mark Freeman, Ingram. Mark David Ingram, Montgomery. Samaj Pirine. Who? that's not a bad one. Yep. Uh Matt Breida's out there. He's a he's a thumper, so-called thumper. You got Jarek McKinnon of the Chiefs. Would yep. you like to have McKinnon in your backfield? He catch a lot of passes. This there offense. you go. Uh Kenyon Drake. I'm just, just zipping down up and down the list real quick. Um to, 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 to David Montgomery. Uh who else? Oh, oh, Jamichael Hasty. That's yeah. not a bad one. Oh no, he re-signed with the Jaguars. Okay, he's off the board. All right, um, let's see who uh, Tony Jones. You got Tony Jones of Seattle, uh, um, Elijah Holyfield of the Bengals.
5: Some,
7: we some, you some, had him here,
5: some, yeah, you had him.
7: You got some interesting backs out there. I don't know, but see, I, I, you have enough depth to where once the dust settles after the first week, then all these players are gonna be scrambling to get what they can take. If you get them on a one year deal, four or five million. Grab him. If yep. you want your backfield to compliment Kenneth Gainwell, mm-hmm. grab him. One more year, yeah. nothing with that. I can't believe Rashad
6: Penny go. was making like five point seven million. Mm. Yeah, go.
7: Yeah, they and got I don't their think guy. he's going to command big dollars on the market. Yeah, I don't either. I think Penny can be had for a decent, a decent, a fair, a decent Penny. I think a for good, a fair good, market good value. Yeah. Yes. What about? Yeah. Well,
6: I mean Jamal Williams. He scored a lot
5: of touchdowns. He had about did thousand yards. He's he's a little go. bit up there, but he's a guy. I, I, he had a breakout year. I think about him. What's,
7: yeah. What's his age now? Uh did, did they put the age up here? Is he thirty? On uh, over the cap. I'm not oh, oh, oh. Who, who did you just mention Jamal Williams? Jamal Williams Jamal is I just saw him. Let's see. A lot of these backs a lot of these backs twenty Jamal's only twenty eight.
6: Yep, okay. twenty eight years old.
7: That's not bad. I'll give him no, one-year deal. Good. Come on over here and score 10, 12 touchdowns for us on the ground.
6: I think Miles, man, I think, you, would you give Miles three?
7: Three what? Yes.
6: Like yes. Four years. Four
5: years, like maybe four years. 12 15, million. 12,
7: 12 million
5: 15. if I can maybe get out of the last year or so. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I
7: think that's pretty fair. I just think fair. they want to move on from Miles. I think they want a different kind of back other than Miles. In that back it does field. feel like I don't that. know why. I don't know why, but I just do, um, and I think Miles, wherever Miles goes, is going to help a team tremendously. Yes, but, I agree with you. But yeah, I, just I think, think he'll Eagles, play well somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah. the Eagles just want to move on at this point and get a fresh start. The running back elevate game well to the lead back. Now, when I say lead back, before people lose their minds, I'm not talking about a guy who's going to carry the ball 20, 25 times a game. He'll just he'll just be the lead back. And whoever comes in behind him will be the supporting cast. The supporting cast in a lot of cases, when you look at a Doug Peterson or a Nick Sirianni offense, the second and third back, some games have more touches than the lead back. All right. Okay. But I think he'll be, he, he'll be the primary back in this offense this year.
8: Hmm.
7: Well, maybe he goes, follow somebody somewhere. Maybe he goes down to, uh,
6: let me see what, uh, let me see what uh, the Panthers have. Um, Dante F- Foreman, he's, uh, he's, he's a, a free, free agent. agent right now. Yeah, so they have they, Chuba they, they like yeah, Chuba Hubbard, though. So, yeah. yeah, they
5: like a lot. He, he I yeah. think he'll be the feature, the uh, feature guy.
6: Absolutely. He did, um, he
5: basically was when McCaffrey left.
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, man, that's that's, that's that's gonna be tough, man. I can't see anywhere where they really, oh, no, you can go to Houston and they got some money to spend too. Yeah, Houston doesn't have a, doesn't have a lead back right now. Um, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Houston,
7: oh, that
5: kid was awesome last
7: year. That dude was was the Damian, Damian Damian
5: Pierce. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
7: yeah, they do. <laughs> but not hey, if Miles can go down there and run with the Damian Pierce, that's not a bad thing. Yeah,
6: yeah, I could, I could say because they got some money to spend also. Um, man, maybe he goes to Dolphins. Mm. Dolphins, uh, right? mustard.
8: Possible. Yeah,
6: they they only have one guy on their roster that's under contract right now, and that's uh, uh, Solvin. Ahmed, right now, Raheem uh, Mostert, you know, a guy from there was here, he's a, he's an unrestricted free agent right now.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like him still.
6: Yeah. Um, that makes Fast. sense, though. Yeah. So he goes there. Maybe he goes to the
5: Giants. Uh, let me give you yep. another one, another uh, story here. Jerry Richardson has died, the former Panthers owner. He was 86 mm-hmm. years old. Wow. Uh, it was a David Tepper bought the team from him. Uh, a couple of years back, but uh, mm. he actually played a couple seasons in the NFL um, back in the day. Um, but he was a player. He was the uh, he was the original owner of this team in 1995 uh, and owned them up until a couple of years ago. So that was uh, he, he roomed, by the way, with Johnny Unitas and caught wow. a touchdown in the 1959 championship game. Mm. Wow! So there you go. He left in a dispute over money and returned to Spartanburg, South Carolina to start a business career. He opened his first Hardee's. Okay, he was a Hardee's guy. Restaurant in Spartansburg after co-founding Spartan Foods, blah, blah, blah. So in 1993, he became the first owner, uh, became the first former NFL player since George Hallis owned a team uh, to become an owner. And he was with them for 23 years and uh, got the two Super Bowls. Gave up control in, in twenty seventeen. He was accused of workplace misconduct, if you remember. The yep. NFL fined him two point seven five million uh for an investigation that concluded that the former owner had engaged in inappropriate conduct. So it didn't end in a real pretty way for him. No, it didn't. But he sold the team for two point two billion. So he had uh he landed on his feet. He wasn't hurting for, for dough. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's yeah, that that was the uh he's out. He's uh he has wasn't he has in- left us. How does Washington still have his team, bro? Something is shady with with him and the commissioner, or the right. Um, I don't, I don't
6: quite understand. How is that even possible? Yeah, everything that's going out, all the you know stuff they've dug up and everything else. He must have something more compelling than even the NFL has, and mm-hmm. yep. all the documentation,
5: and everything he has. I believe that there's no other reason why this guy who is mm-hmm. not good for business because it's almost always comes down to money. Yep, he's not good for business. It's not good for the league. He's not good for the organization that he owns. They have a crappy stadium. They don't sell out. He's bad for business. But bro, it he matter. checked Anytime you can check Jerry,
6: yeah, you know something, bro. He My man's got Jerry. dirt. My man yeah. has dirt. Yep. He checked Jerry like Jerry. Hey, watch your mouth. Just mm-hmm. watch your mouth, okay? Mm-hmm. And Jerry backed off of him. Yeah, he did. So I'm like, well, how was that? Yeah, man.
7: Something when that up, story man. came out, when that that anonymous story came out that Snyder been telling people they try to touch me. I got enough stuff on owners, coaches, other front office people around the league to, and, and, and even in the league office to embarrass a lot of people. No doubt. I do believe there was some weight behind that. That was not just a, throw, a story thrown up against the wall, hoping yep. it would stick. I do believe there's some weight behind that. And that, embar- that, 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 that plays to the question you just asked, how does this man, you know why? Because he's going to sell that team on his terms. Yep. You're not gonna force him out the door. He'll sell it when he's good and ready to sell it. Mm-hmm.
6: He ain't ready right now. In yep. fact, he said it, his wife got mad. And he's like, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not selling it right now. Nah. What? I ain't selling it right now. I'm gonna keep my my team right now. Mm-hmm. And he still got it. Still got it. I, I don't, how do you got that much juice that you're you're and the NFL is 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 a monster as far as how they you know how they conduct business. I don't see how they're doing. They're a monopoly. They are a monopoly, man. Yeah, yeah. and and, and they, nobody can stop them. They are legitimately a monopoly. A monopoly, bro. Well, yeah. they we, we, don't,
7: we don't really know what goes on at the like league meetings. You know, they, they don't just sit and talk and have meetings. They do get out and have fun. Okay, uh, we don't know what goes on after after hours at those places. You know, um, and you know when you're an owner. You're considered one of the trusted members of a very small but very powerful fraternity. The Illuminati. Yep. You, like what you are, oh, you with the Illuminati stuff again? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, um, Illuminati,
6: Illuminati. What? What? Uh, what else? Uh, uh, what else? It. Uh, uh, the Masons. Um, the Mason, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm a Mason, yeah, but, I, I, I'm a Mason but I'm but I'm not rich. You're where's, Mason. Where's
7: all? <laughs> yes. My me or my dad was a mason, and he would always say, "Yeah, you know, they have a secret handshake." And I would, even though I was a dad. Said, dad what's the handshake? He goes, oh, I can't show you that. He right, would not even right, show you the right. handshake. It was, I mean, right to this day, I still don't know what a dang mason is. I know what I a mason jar you. is. I but can't take mason, him nowhere. And this was back, <laughs> yeah. in, man. This is back when I was a kid, man. So I can't take you been anywhere. A long time, yeah. You All
5: right, let's. uh You, you want to stick take one in?
7: What? No. What?
5: What? You, mean, you
7: can't take me anywhere. I just can't, man. Rob, go to break, man, before I say something and my (laughs) wife sits me down and have a talk with me. All right, let's come back. Uh, We'll open up the
5: chat section for some questions. You guys have questions, put a question mark in front of it, and we will grab as many as we can grab. I have a good on this date for you guys. Uh, Good birthdays, good movies, all those kind of things uh, when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Time for me to tell you about Razor. Technology. Yes, Uh, Razor Technologies' comprehensive managed service provider solutions delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution through data vetted and insight-driven implementation. They strengthen your existing IT resources with both human power and expertise that reduces security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. They are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast-growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing their IT services. Their goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving the overall functioning of their partners and helping them achieve their business objectives through an ongoing synergistic relationship. Give their IT team and give your IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting their reach with Razor. Technology. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how managed services can protect and enhance your business by calling 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282. Or you can visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com.
4: Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits.
9: At Dry Tech we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing, the second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs, and then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give Dry Tech a call or check us out online.
2: Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that
10: taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With
1: Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust.
5: We are back hanging out with you guys on this Thursday. We appreciate it. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Forgot to mention we were talking a little bit of flyers early. Uh the NHL trade deadline is tomorrow at three. No word yet on the flyers and any kind of movement, any kind of trades as of right now. Um, you know, the fact that Chuck Fletcher is still in charge of this thing is is amazing. I mean, you talk about the how is how does Daniel Snyder still own the Washington team? How is Chuck Fletcher still in charge of this thing? But that's kind of where we are uh, at this point. But uh, if we get any word during the rest of the show or tomorrow, uh, it'll be it'll fall right into into our our show time tomorrow when the trade deadline uh, will coincide with it. All right, let me give you an on this date that was a, that's a pretty significant one, guys. On this date in 1962. Mm. Will Chamberlain drops one hundred points on the Knicks in Hershey, playing in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Um, pretty crazy, right? That not only is that obviously just insane that he was able to do that, but have you guys seen some of the numbers, like the the, the box score <laughs> from from that game?
6: No, I, I don't, but I, I can. I, after he drops one hundred on them, how about he rides back home with
5: them? Uh-huh. It's true. He lived in New York at the time, and, and he got the Knicks players to drive him back from Hershey.
6: That's Incredible. crazy,
5: isn't it? And then he pretended to be asleep, and they were all ripping him. Like, you believe this son of a bitch is sitting in our car getting a ride home? <laughs> and Wilt pretended like he knew what was going on, knew what they were saying uh, the entire oh. time. But, all right, so I'll, I'll give you a couple stat lines. Um, So he goes 28 for 32. From the free throw line, uh, he what? Twenty eight of thirty two. Dang! From the free throw line uh, in that game, um, he ends up. Let me give you a couple other ones. I just it just it just went away on me. What the heck happened there? Okay, uh, all right. So, will um, Will has a hundred. The second leading scorer that night for the Sixers had seventeen. That was Al Adles. Um, played all 48 minutes, which is very common for him. He still ended up shooting pretty well from the, uh, from the floor altogether. He shot 57% from the floor. He was 36 of 63, Mm. uh, and then 28 of 32 from the free throw line and, and and not to be outdone. He still had 25 rebounds in the game. too. so it's not like he didn't guy Rogers, who was a, a a great player in a temple grade had 20 assists. So he assisted on a lot of Wilts, um, (laughs) <laughs> baskets that night but that's yeah. crazy man so the knicks end up having three guys with over 30 points in the game and they still end up losing the game 169 147 mm. yeah so just a mm-hmm. Couple mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. tidbits but that was that was uh that was wilt man that's what uh that's what he did so yeah it was pretty crazy um 100th point that night on an assist with 46 seconds left in the game 36 for 63 from the floor 28 of 32 from the free throw line. Uh, his previous high was 78 in a game, which he got three months earlier, and that was it. You know, the, the famous little little piece of paper that he's holding up with the 100 points uh, was from the uh, the great Harvey Pollack, who was the longtime statistician for the uh, for the Sixers. So that was uh, this date, 1962. Wow, with Will, yeah, incredible. All right, let's uh, let's hit some birthdays and movies. Then we'll swing it back to some of the other things that we're going to hit in this segment. Uh, Daniel Craig, the actor. Is fifty five today? I he, I don't know. He doesn't look it, but I, for some reason, I just thought he was older than that. But okay, I, I agree. Yeah, it feels like he's been around for a while. Uh, Barrett's former teammate Ben Roethlisberger is forty one today. Ben, big Ben, big Ben. Yep. Uh, first year out in in retirement uh, for Ben was this past year. Uh, Doctor Seuss, we talked about earlier, born on this day, nineteen oh four. John Bon Jovi is sixty one years old today. Hmm. Uh, Rebel Wilson, the actress, is 43 today. Desi Arnaz, who was married to Lucille Ball, was born on this day in 1917. Lucy, I'm home. Yes. (laughs) Also a a band leader and uh, actor and uh, comedic actor and and all that good stuff. Uh, Karen Carpenter of the Carpenters uh, was born on this day in 1950. Died very young, Karen Carpenter uh brace dallas howard who was ron howard's i believe ron was yesterday wasn't he, he it's mm-hmm. his daughter she's 42 years old today yes yeah,
7: she was in all the jurassic world movies and spider-man 3 yeah yeah good, good actress yes
5: yeah she's had a nice career uh chris martin coldplay lead singer is 46 yeah. today mm-hmm. luke combs the country singer is 33 today method man is 52 years young today There we go that's mm-hmm. a good musicians here uh, yes indeed yeah. In, in, in today's batch if you will uh, Mikhail gorbachev is 92 I, di- I honestly didn't realize he was still with us before, right. uh, <laughs> oh no no he passed
7: away was um, oh, he gone September uh, of last year
5: all right he gone yeah. sorry about that yeah
7: he was the final leader of the Soviet Union Yeah. he was there when the when the wall came down
5: you know, yep Ronald Reagan Mr Gorbachev tear that wall down right uh, Lou Reed the singer. Was born on this day, 1942. He has since passed. Uh, Tua tunga is 25 years old today. Yep. Reggie Bush, 38 years young today. Yep. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist, the former Ranger goalie, who is now retired doing t- uh, TV work. Yep. Uh,
7: Do you know he, he, he's, the only, he's the only goalie in the history of the NHL to have 11, 30-plus win season in his first 12 years in the NHL? Wow. Hey. Yeah. That's impressive.
5: That yeah, is. That's impressive. Um all right, that's all I got birthdays. What do you guys have?
6: Um Gene Stallings. Yeah, oh, Alabama the coach. coach. Gene Stallings, yep. St. Louis Arizona Cardinals on Yeah. Yeah. Um Ross Tucker. My boy. Oh, Tucker Ross
7: Tucker. Yeah. 43. Okay.
6: Uh Sebastian Janikowski. Forty-five. Oh yeah, first round punter. That's crazy, huh? I mean, you Kicker know, he, yeah. Yeah. only yeah. one of
7: three kickers ever drafted in the first round. Yep, he is was worth right? it, though. He was worth yeah. it. He, he was had a good career. He led the league is
6: scoring for like five or six years, didn't he? Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. Considered the um, Polish cannon.
6: The Polish cannon. That's right. Um, Rebel Wilson. She was in Pitch Perfect. You uh, said that one. Yep. I oh, said that one. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, you got Gates McFadden. Is no, no. from Star Trek Next Generation? No. Love watching that. She's 74. Um, Scott LaRock, DJ Scott LaRock from Boogie Down Productions. Hmm. He passed away, but yeah, he great great DJ. Okay. Um, Denny Crum.
5: Oh, Denny Louis Crum,
6: Louisville. Right. Louisville That's coach, great. 86. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco.
5: Twenty-four. Oh, his birthday's today, huh? Yeah, wow.
6: yeah. yeah. Along with um, Malcolm Butler, hmm. he's thirty-three. Um, Kofi Cerebo, Sirub- twenty-nine, from Queen Sugar. Hmm. Really, really good actor. Really okay. good actor. Um, uh, I think that's about it. You know, um, Don Shea Hopkins. She was on. She was a Power. She was the kid on Power. Um she just now on uh, orange is the new black, really good actor. And uh yeah, that's it. Oh no no, Nika uh Mesopin. Nika Mesopin. He's a Formula One driver. Well, he used to be a Formula One driver. He's from Russian descent. Wow. His pops owns um uh he well he, he was a partner with the race team he had, F1 house racing. But as soon as all that stuff came when 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 Russia invaded. They dropped him. They dropped the driver and dropped his sponsorship because of that. Oh, man. Yeah. So, you know, it's his
7: birthday. He's 24.
5: Okay. All right. Uh, Gunner. You, you you anything else?
7: Yeah, you got Natalie Emmanuel, 34 years old from Game of Thrones and Fast and the Furious 9. She's a really good actress. Right. Uh, Sam Houston, the name Sam Houston, one of the early governors of Texas back in the days of the Alamo. He. a matter of fact, the city of Houston was named after him. Okay. Uh, he was a governor of that state for a while. Uh, and he was in the war of 1812 also. No. Mel Ott, the former ba- major league baseball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was an all star the first 11 years he was in the majors. No, he was impressive. Yeah. He died at a young age, at the age of 49. Uh, Al Del Greco, the kicker. Al Del Greco, I remember, Al him. Del Greco is 60. You know, he's the, he's the head golf coach now at Samford University in oh. Texas, I believe. No, head but... yeah, head no. Ron Gantt. You should know this one, Rod, Rod Gant Played for eight major league teams, played for the Phillies for a couple of years. He was Phillies for a little bit. Yeah, Braves, yeah. Uh, yep. Reds. Yeah, yep. yeah, Rod, Rod moved yeah. around a little bit at the end. He was, man,
5: that dude was a tank. He was ripped, that guy.
7: Do you yeah. know he is currently the co host of Good Morning Atlanta for WAGA Down in Atlanta? No, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's something he's in TV now. Good and finally, uh, Carl Davis, who's the uh, nose tackle for the New England Patriots. He's 31. All right, all right, I'll move on to some movies
5: here, and then I have a a question about all four of the Philadelphia sports teams, although it probably only applies to three. But uh, movies, Uh, Zodiac uh, came out this day in 2007. Yep. The Lorax this day in 2012. Yep. Romeo Must Die this day. Love that movie. Very good, in 2000. Red Sparrow with Jennifer Lawrence, 2018. Yep. London has fallen, one of a really good movie. It's a really good, segment. yeah, yeah, yeah. 2016, uh, Hunt for Red October, excellent. Uh, excellent. I watched that the other day, so good, still holds up, uh, yeah. really well. Repo Man, which is a little bit underrated, not bad. Uh, yeah. little, little, it's, little, it's pretty good, it's quirky, all right. Quirky yeah. 80s, you know, yeah. it's okay, it doesn't rank with some of those other ones, but, right? Right, right. Uh, that's all I got,
6: that's all I got. That's kind of weird because you, you think about you know, you're renting. A liver or renting a heart or something like that. that's kind of crazy how that you know, yeah, that movie yeah. was.
7: Yeah, we also, we also have uh, Wild Hogs from 2007 with that Martin was so and John funny, Travolta, bro. that that's was right. funny. Tim Allen, Tim Ray Allen yeah, and if you want to chuckle, you got to see the movie it came out in 2012. Project X is hilarious, okay, about these two <laughs> high school kids <laughs> yeah. who decide their parents are gone, they're gonna have a party at their house, and it gets out of control. Way out of control. I mean, you got to see this movie, Rob. It's called okay. Project X. It's funny, man. All right. It's, it's fun, yeah. And that's it. All that's right. the last one.
5: Okay. Um, I have a question for you guys. We could probably exclude the Flyers. Let's not waste our time. Phillies, Sixers, Eagles. Knowing what may happen with the Eagles roster. Phillies going into this season knowing you're going to have Harper out for at least half the season, but, you know, with the addition of Trey Turner and then you go to the Sixers, however you want to preface it. Of those three teams, which has the best chance to win a championship? As we look Phillies. at it now. Phillies. Phillies. Phillies ahead of the Eagles.
7: I'll say mm, Phillies. I'm, I'm still going Eagles. i say Phillies. I'm going to say Phillies right now. Because, see, if the Phillies win it, they would win it before the Eagles would win that Super Bowl next January or February. Mm. I think this could be the year of the Phillies. with the way that team is stuck – and granted, they got some tough roads to hold. In their division, in their conference, but I think the Phillies, if they stay healthy, they could they could shock the world. They came within two wins and went in the World Series this year, and they got better. On paper, they got better. And uh, offense, defense, pitching got better. This could be their year. Mm-hmm. This could be it.
5: I I'm torn, man. I'm really torn. I don't have the faith in the Sixers to win a championship. I just don't. But being honest, I'm torn between the the Eagles here and the Phillies. Um, so Both got so close. Eagles are three points away, mm-hmm. and, and the Phillies get to a
7: – Two win. You know
5: what? Fair yeah. enough. Sacred Solution says don't, don't leave out the union. Fair Good enough. Good point. Good boy. If, I, if I'm including them, I might give them the nod. I mean, they lost in, a, in, a, in overtime. Brutal. Uh, um, but uh, the addition to Trey Turner is a big one, man, for me. I mean, this team didn't really lose much at all. I just don't know how much some of the losses the Eagles are going to have on defense impact them. I, uh,
6: I, I I think with the addition of Turner allows them to now really be good at small ball and manufacturing more runs. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think now. A lot of their guys, you know, that that aren't home run hitters come into play, getting guys on base. It's not going to be about rocking it out the park every single time. Now you can move, guy. Play strategic baseball now, like we used to watch it back in the day. Right. Advancing runs, you know, things of that nature. And with the shift not being there, you can advance runs like that.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: So you're right, man. It's, it's it's
5: a tough call. It is. Man. I Still. mean, the good thing with the Phillies is you you basically return your entire staff. You returned almost all your players except for Gene Segur and a couple here and there, a couple little minor, you know, moves here and there. To Eflin, those kind of guys, you can really count on Eflin just from a health perspective. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, the problem is, you're going to have two new coordinators, likely five new starters on offense, and that that's kind of wishful that the, the, a few of these guys are going to be back. Not yeah. everybody's going to walk. That makes it a little bit harder to handicap them, you know. Yeah. And, but yeah. the, where the where the Eagles, I think, have an advantage over the Phillies, even though the NFC East is good. I don't think it's great. I think the NL East with the Mets and the Braves is tougher by comparison. And then the rest of the NFC is just okay. You know, think about it. Minnesota's the best team in the, in the North. Nobody stands out in the South. And then, yes, you have 49ers, 49ers might not have a quarterback. So the Eagles might have an easier road to hoe to get out of their conference than the Phillies would with the Mets and mm. the Braves and the Padres True. and the Dodgers True. and the Cardinals. Ugh.
7: But what if they run into that Kansas City team again in the Super Bowl?
5: Yeah, I the only thing you can hope is yeah. nobody's repeated in twenty good twenty True. years.
7: True. True. But uh, even
5: then, that, that's a weird thing to have to count on though, that that history.
6: You know, I think if they played big red again, I think it'd be a much, much, much better uh <clears throat> much better team that they'll be out that they would field than what they fielded this year in the aspect that they they'll be a lot smarter
7: in how they approach the game the moment won't be too big for them yeah I don't know because you got two different you got completely different coordinators now calling the game for you
6: no but well, yeah and exactly that's and that's exactly With lesser I was personnel I don't know about lesser personnel on the officer side of the ball and I'm we changed about our philosophy side. I know we changed our philosophy. I think it's going to change the philosophy to more of an offensive-minded team as opposed to defense, you know, and everybody's, you know, we were – I. well, let me just not say anything. I was thinking more of this team was was defensively going to dominate that 49ers team. And I think, you know, and I, I hate to make excuses. I'm not making an excuse. But footing played a major role in it, and they couldn't keep their filling, f- footing, and Kansas City did. Kansas City knew how to play in the, on that field better than the Eagles knew how to play on that field, and that was the sided advantage for them. They knew how to rush the passer. They knew how to move Hurts around. We didn't know how to move Hurts around. I mean, uh, move uh, Patrick Mahomes around, which led wait, us to lose that game.
7: Wait, Gannwagon didn't know how to move him. What? No, I mean he did, not, he, for that, not, he, not for the last quarter. The Gannwagon. You mean the last half? <laughs> the Gannwagon. Are you are you kidding? Me? That vaulted Gann wagon didn't know how to move him.
5: Oh, yeah, yes.
7: <laughs> look at Rob grit his teeth. I did that on purpose. Look at look at him, Barrett. The, <laughs> uh, the, the Gann
5: wagon when it's when it's broken down, stop, stop, right? Stop right. D
7: gun, stop it, D gun. Oh, flat broken.
5: tire, it's a little flat. You need some adjustments. No, but I, I, that's you know, but that's a fair point though. I I think just from a field perspective that some of the younger guys got a chance. I think they also know they blew it. The Eagles know that they were the better team and they blew that opportunity. And I think that should serve as motivation. Not like Jalen Hurts needed anything more or these other guys need anything more. But, man, think about how – what kind of mission they're going to be on going into this year having lost that game. Yep. You know, I think the Phillies look at it and they were like, nobody expected us to be there. We took them to game six. Not that they're not out there busting it this year, but – their, their expect expectations last year were way different than what the Eagles were. The Eagles before the season started, we went in saying, "Hey, if Hurts plays well, they could be dangerous." And then we started to see as the season went on, like, "Whoa, Philly started off twenty two and twenty nine, fired their manager, then caught hot, uh, yep. got gotten got mm-hmm. hot." So that that's the thing that I, I just it was a a different expectation going into the season.
6: Yeah. You know, you you lost sleep for about a week there, but then you came back to your senses there, Rob, once you got him fired, you got G fired. And then all of a sudden, bam, you know, Uh,
5: it was, I, that's one thing that is going to be, you know, (laughs) to keep your mind or your eye on here is what does it look like with Rob Thompson all year? Exactly. And and that's
6: what I asked. That's what I asked before. Yeah. That's what I asked.
5: Yeah. Like, what is that? Can he have that laid back approach? Uh, do we start to see that uh, he's he gets a little stubborn with this, or you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it in a negative way. I, I actually I feel good about their chances going in with him, but I you know, I'd be lying if I didn't wonder a little bit what it was going to look like at least. absolutely, absolutely.
7: yeah That's it's one gonna the be different why I feel they have a chance to do it this year because now they have a full season, a full spring training and full season uh, of Rob Thompson this year. Yeah. Yep, I mean, well, Barden took him to the World Series. That's all I—I I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah. Um, so from
5: today's game, this is not one you—you. You, you, this is as soon as it ends, let's get on the bus and forget this. They're down fifteen to three. <laughs> in oh, the, in the eighth, yeah. Not even in the ninth yet. Uh, It's 15-3. to
6: I wonder why I was so quiet in social media from uh, from a Philly standpoint.
5: So one of their top three prospects, the big boy is Painter. We know that from yesterday, right? But they got Painter and they have Abel. And then the other guy is Griff McGarry. This was not one to remember for Griff McGarry, guys. He (laughs) went a third of an inning, five runs, two hits, three walks, and a home run allowed. Oh. Wow. You want to hear? You want to hear Griff McGarry's ERA after today's outing? One thirty-five. He's got a <laughs> one hundred and thirty-five ERA. <laughs> might be tough. Uh, to, might be tough to get that bad boy down a little bit. Oh too. my oh, goodness! Uh, yeah. Yeah. But gotta it, go back to the drawing board. That's the thing that happens. Like that's why you you don't like. We were all going crazy over Painter's first inning, and then he was okay, not great in the second. inning. it's going to be like that with with kids. You know, with the young kids, it's up and down. Mm, but yeah a little bit of a beat down but that's okay I mean better
7: better to do it in a game that doesn't count than a game that counts you are correct sir all right uh
5: Barrett you you've you've been on this uh what do you see tonight with the Sixers and the Mavs on a second of a back-to-back for the Sixers
6: well I mean if Embiid if Embiid plays he's
5: questionable right now
6: by the way yeah if he does play I, I think it'll be an easy game for him actually Really? really do yeah yeah really easy do. game yes yes man. yes I mean because we're 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 seeing Kyrie in a, you know and they still got to learn how to play with each other
8: right.
6: and I really think you know we we're just gonna play a better all-around game than we see from uh than they'll they'll be able to field against us
7: hmm. man Nostradamus Brooks wow. No, no, i just. I mean, it
6: takes a while for, for, for it takes a while right. for, for the stars right. to play together. You you're know, right. look how long it took the um, it took Embiid and 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 you know Harden to play together. Yeah, you right.
5: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Tomorrow, uh, Dave Zegarow.
6: Tomorrow, Friday.
5: Friday, Friday, Friday. Oh, yeah, Friday, boy. Uh, so he'll be joining us from the combine. So we're looking forward to talking to Dave tomorrow and digging into all things Eagles and around the league, et cetera. Uh, I want to thank Tone. Tone's done a great job with us job, last, uh, last week we go. So. Tone,
7: Tone you Shields can come back, man. Job. I don't care what Bear say. You can come <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs>
5: thank you, Tone. Uh, and I want to thank all of you in the chat section, all of you streaming, all of you listening. We appreciate it. Tell, tell a friend. Tell a friend, man. Let, let, let's get as many people exposed to the show and the channel as possible. Let's hit that like button as well. Uh, like I said, we always do appreciate it. That's for sure. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You have the National Football Show with Dan Cilio coming up and we're back tomorrow at the same time so everybody have a great thursday we'll see you tomorrow for d gun for barrett brooks i'm rob ellis we are sports take see you guys tomorrow thanks for watching
4: go for the beers go for the cheers go for the hit and the hits go for the scene go for the screens go for the gallery go for the win go to ocean